the state that drinks the most, Massachusetts. Wow. 28.7%. Boston. They'll, they'll be proud nice to claim job. that. Yeah. What's it say? 28. I don't know. I don't know. Jump, when you pulled that map up, I saw something out west. Oh, I got the wrong, I got the wrong map here. <laughs> this sober. map is... What? Underage alcohol use by <laughs> state. <laughs> well, that's an absolute lock, no, I man. picked it right. Jeez. Well, you picked underage drinking. It's uh, ages 12 to 20 who use alcohol. 12. Oh, 12. Jesus. Jesus. Jamboree uh, in the I hills. <laughs> You're listening to the Pine Room Podcast, the home of sports, gambling, entertainment, and whatever the hell else has gone on this week. So pull up a seat by the fire, crack open a cold one, and make sure to get your bets in. Welcome to the Pine Room. All right, everybody, and welcome back to episode eight of the Pine Room Podcast. We're back here in the studio. Unfortunately, uh, we had some technical errors this uh, past Sunday for the Mother's Day uh, uh, podcast up at Kovalik Field at West Liberty University. Unfortunately, we had some audio issues. We have all the videos, so I mean, if you want to email me and we want some silent video for whatever reason, go ahead, shoot me an email because no one does. <laughs> so uh, yeah, welcome back to the uh, Pine Room. We're here. We got uh, uh, six. Unfortunately, uh, two two of the two of the usuals aren't here with us today, but they will be with us sometime. Uh, but we are here. F- uh, you know. The show goes on. We're having, uh, we're gonna have a good day. We have, we have depth. We do have have depth. depth. We do have depth. (laughs) Like, like Cooley's heat. Yeah. We, uh, we got some stuff to talk about today. It's gonna be a great show. Got some stuff to recap and, and, Without further ado, I guess, well, I guess real quick, I want to reiterate, uh, today's episode is sponsored by Duggars, uh, famous chicken and wings. Go check them out. Uh, the awesome food. Uh, you can order that. They're now on DoorDash. Uh, we have, we actually uh, have some uh, food incoming, and we will uh, hit a little bit on that a little later. But first off, I want to reiterate on this upcoming Friday on at Generations, we are having a live show from 9 to 1030 we will be there. Uh, we're actually doing a sound check tomorrow uh, and getting everything organized and ready. And then on Friday, it's go time. So uh, see us there from 9 to 1030. We'll have some giveaways. And then we'll have uh, on the 20th, which is the big day, the, the big coup de gras. We're going to be down there at River City. And I've said this a million times. And I'm keep going gonna, gonna to keep saying it. It's going to be a blast. We're there from 5 to 7.30. Uh, you'll see us there uh, uh, happy and bright, bushy, bushy-tailed and bright-faced. Is that what they say? <laughs> That's what they say. But I don't know. <laughs> bright-eyed. I, I, yeah. I don't know. Bright-eyed. Yeah. Bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we'll be there 5 to 7.30. We're going to have some guests on. And, uh, you know, we're going to actually talk. We're talking to, I think I mentioned this in the last episode, that we are talking to Travis the Terror Clark, who is a manager for a couple of the fighters that will be fighting that night. So, yeah, you'll get to hear from him, and we're going to have a fun time. Again, giveaways. We've got some competitions. If you're good at chugging beer, hit us up on social media, at the Pine Room Podcast. And, uh, yeah, shout-out to Chris for the new sign on the on yeah. the set. Well done, Chris. Yeah, it does look good. Chris yeah, check that shot. out. You know, you, you'll get to read that a, a bunch of times throughout this show if you're watching it. Uh, if you're not watching it, we got a nice little ticker here, nice it's scrolling with our social media and some other mm. stuff on it. So, yeah, check out the video if you haven't seen Good it job. yet. I know the audio got cut out. I wanted to give a shout-out to the first person who sent us an email, Justin Fight. Yes, yeah, he, he did. Mm. He sent us an email. Uh, we've been looking forward to somebody to send us an email so we can give 
out some gear. Uh, this actually tomorrow we're getting all the merch out with the merch in uh, the koozies, pens, bottle openers, and then some T-shirts. So, Fike. Send me all your contact information over email. That's contact at the pineroompodcast.com. Send me your, uh, you know, your address, and uh, I could guess I could text you, but uh, <laughs> let's make it professional. So, uh, yeah, congratulations to our first emailer. Uh, but that, that's, as, that's about as much as I got as far as intro. Hey, I, got a, I got a question about the weekend. I, I wasn't able to make it up there on Sunday, and uh, congrats to Jarrett for having a good day of baseball. I know it didn't turn out exactly how you guys hoped, but still yeah, – well done to you for a great career. Yeah, so I, pr- I appreciate yeah, it. I know, yeah. it's, uh, I know it's like bittersweet to you. you yeah, now it's time to, time to move on in life. It sucks, but you'll be good. Yeah, it, so. was, it, it, it was a good, good career, good run. It was, it was fun. We had a lot of fun, but it's, you yeah. know, yep. I'm, I'm sad, but. Well, don't rush, to... don't rush into being a grown-up. Yeah, that's just, a, that's, that's my thing, advice right? to you yeah. as my younger cousin. Don't do not do that. Yeah. Take your time. Yeah. Yeah. Take your time. Eventually you'll that's get a, there, but you just take your that's time. That's why I'm going back to school for another And year. then I got another question for my other cousin here to my, well, I guess if you guys are looking at me, to my right in the way you're looking to my left, I guess. Uh, Job. Now, I heard about your truck. Like, what the hell happened there? <laughs> oh. Yeah, so, so uh, for anybody that doesn't know, my truck, uh, I have had it for, I think, about two years now. It's got 450 miles on it. 450,000 <laughs> yeah. miles. Sorry, that was a just little bit of a short. Just off the lot. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was just off the lot. Uh, it was actually a runner truck for the Greyhounds, I think, in I think in like Arkansas, maybe yeah, cool. no, Wichita in Kansas. Kansas. I'll say, I, how many times did it make that trip out there? I got well, my, obviously uh, a lot. I, got, I guess you're the wrong coolie yeah, to ask. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> I got, I got a yeah, the license plate on the fronts from Wichita. So it was a runner truck for Greyhounds. It's got four hundred fifty thousand miles on it. Um, so who it, hit this ball that, that damaged it? That's a good question. I, Brad I can't. Goodyear, I yeah, it was, it was Brad. Brad. I got choice words, but I'll let it slide. Well, I was uh, going to recommend it if you filed an insurance claim. Because <laughs> no, if you haven't, you should call down there. to. We actually have a loyal follower who's just recently retired from the Chad Broadwater office mm, down there in yes. Warwood, Miss Sheila McCormick. She Shout out to her. Hi, Sheila. She could probably get you a nice hookup on a uh, you know an easy claim, nice and smooth claim. Mm-hmm. Sheila, I'll stop down by the yeah. office. So go see uh, State Farm. Best yeah. Part yeah, but was, any, if, no, you won't see her at the office. Yeah, you, she's retired now. Oh, though. she's retired. But she could probably she probably can get you a good uh, you know get you with somebody a good adjuster that's not okay. gonna, not going to fuck you over. Yeah, anything. but <laughs> my truck it's got uh, four hundred fifty thousand miles. Uh, I got a hole in the front right tire. I got a broken uh, passenger side mirror. I got now. I have a shattered windshield. the The rearview mirror is now hanging down into my into the truck, so I have to hold it when I back up. Uh, All I can say about this is you you are your father's son. He had trucks very similar to this. I remember his old Betty, the blue old truck. Betty. The mirrors would blow in when you're on the interstate. I remember Rock Chris. You probably remember yep. being in there and the wind blew just yes. turn in. They, they, it went from old Betty to the blue goose. Yeah, with well, the, the spinners. Blue, with well, the, the blue spinner. the blue that was goose. A tempo wasn't it? A tempo. Yeah, yeah tempo. the blue, the tempo and, and 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 he has used to have to turn it off at red lights because it would overheat. <laughs> and it's not like that new technology where the car no, goes no, off no. and then turn fires the back up when you put it in drive. It was before it's time. He had to put it in park, turn it off, turn it back on, and take it into gear. But he sold that car for $25 in this parking lot right now. Oh, my God. I never forget who it was. I can't remember the guy who, I don't remember his name, but I know exactly what he had. A, he had, I think he had a Raiders jersey on and a big, and he had a flat bill on. And he came in, my dad, he handed my dad $25 and drove out of the parking lot. I think that car got stolen. Yeah, I was just going to say that. When he was running down the path, I think maybe with dog, and, and, and they came back and the car was gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember Jarrett woke me up and he said, "Hey, a blue goose got stolen." But he, 
<laughs> but he left the keys in it, right? Yeah, yeah. the keys were in it. And I, they found it? <laughs> yeah, they found yeah, it. They found Abandoned it. a few miles. Yeah, I don't I know if it's up north, maybe? Yeah, yeah we called my uh, my uncle, who's the, the sheriff, and he, not at the time, but he, uh, yeah, they got after it, and they eventually found it, and then well, the Wasn't that were... Judy Ross that stole that? The Warwick girl? <laughs> I, yeah, are you talking about the temple? We better bleep temple, that. We yeah. better yeah. bleep her name, Chris. Well, she she anyway. was not convicted of that crime. Well, I know, <laughs> but but another time though, didn't your didn't the, the truck, the blue goose, didn't it just drift a, away? I think. Well, I think the blue goose. I think we gave it to. No, I but think, it drifted on the side on the avenue down there by like 19th or 20th Street. Don't you remember that? No. Right, it's like oh, a wait boat. a second. Yeah, it, it drifted out into it the It came ocean. out of a gear like yeah. parking. I, okay, I I vaguely remember what but you're it, talking yeah, about, but. It, yeah, I know that. I know that. Um, I think we gave it to Mike, and he took it, and they they drove it out into a field like full mm. speed, and we're hitting ramps, and then I ran it over. They ran it over with I think his oh, one truck. of those big monster yeah, trucks big monster he has, yeah, and put it to rest. But yeah, we uh, <laughs> we have. I have not. I guess I do have. My dad and I don't have good luck with. Well, I'm not that we don't have good luck. We just get. It's oh, just, well. we just as long as you're him, safe, you're good. Ride them to the wheels fall. Well, job. Have you looked in your? Uh, in the t- in the uh, bed of your truck, I-, I went and got the baseball and put it in the back for you, the yeah. one that hit the windshield. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I guess bes- besides your truck getting uh, the windshield broken and the uh, the audio going out, how was the weekend? Was it was, was it, it pretty fun? good? Yeah, we had a blast. Well, I-, I heard about another incident that that was concerning to me. I heard Champ got into it with some. Yeah, some, it uh, wasn't, and we're not. We we won't go into too much detail, but. Champ said some things, and it was <laughs> well, not... Well, I heard that he got a bad rap. I heard everything he said was fucking the truth. And, well... Uh, I got to stick up for my buddy here. I'm not trying to get you guys in trouble. You probably know this mom. It was awesome. I don't know her, and I'd tell her to shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, right. Because <laughs> you need to just realize, if your son ain't got it, he ain't got it. Doesn't mean anybody doesn't like him. And here's the thing. He just doesn't have it, and you say you need to get the bullpen up. Well, come I on. Don't, I don't disagree. I don't disagree that that, that was the situation, but... Now, now let's take this into into account. It was Senior Day. Sure, it was his last outing. Do you think Champa was aware of any of this? No, As his attorney, and, I would say and, and my client was not aware. But I see where you're coming from. So I do have to stick up uh, for the pitcher in that case. Uh, was you know, was Champ could have Champ gone about it a little better? Probably, probably. Yeah, well, he's not the best but, with uh, but etiquette. Does, does Champ know how to go about it better? No. He, no, only no. if he's so, coached correctly. I, you know what? And I, I, I'll have to speak to your attorney and mine, and and then. But I'm going to just give an apology to uh, the uh, family that was affected. I, you know who you are if you listen to this. I will too, because I, I know they don't know him like we yeah, know him, and right, he don't, right. he meant no harm. Yeah. But I, I promise you that. Yeah, the guy's got a great heart. He never would have tried to make fun of somebody or no, hurt somebody's no. feelings. So. But, but yeah. heat of the moment. It was an honest mistake. He thought he was at the Pirates game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He he thought he was yelling to Johnny Cueto or something. <laughs> right. He did. Hey, he does look he does look like a manager with that, that WLU hat on. He, he looks like yeah, that rides high. That rides yeah. high in the front. I thought yeah. you were gonna say he looks like one of the people that go up and down the steps at the Pirates game and say, Lemonade here. Oh yeah, that uh, <laughs> that guy died, didn't he? Oh well, Which guy? Yeah. Cotton yeah. Candy yeah. Kenny died. Lemonade the lemonade here. guy. He's the, yeah. He used to scream lemonade. I think he's dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Rest in peace. Other than other than that, Thank I mean it was a good it was a good weekend we god i felt like we were there forever i, I mean i have if you i don't know if you can see this on camera i'll have to zoom in it looks like you're um, wearing a red glove yeah i got a red <laughs> a mitten on right now my hands got burnt because i was sitting on top of the table i kind of waited today so the sun would go down so i didn't have to put any sunscreen on but yeah other than that it was a good day i had uh had some good snacks had some good talks uh, unfortunately you won't hear any of those talks <laughs> 
Um, but yeah. Uh, oh, and another thing I want to point out real quick. Uh, uh, Dave Bloomquist, Bloom Daddy, was supposed to be on. Um, I mentioned that at the beginning, which probably isn't going to go anywhere. But he was supposed to be on as our first guest uh, in the Pine Room. And unfortunately, with, with audio, and we had audio issues with music going on. So we're postponing that. Hopefully he'll be on in, in a couple weeks or later down the line. But th- thank you to him for coming mm. up and, and hanging out with us for a little bit. But, um, Matt, yeah. to transition yes. here a little bit. Absolutely. You, listen, can you kind of walk people through what was going through your head Saturday night when you had oh, when yeah. you had one win away from uh, yeah, I, a lot of money? Yeah, so Kentucky Derby, so I'm sure everybody got to see it. Um, I think, Cooley, did you watch it? Did you see it? Uh, I didn't see any of okay. it. Okay. So. Um, and anyway, I think most of the rest of us did. Uh, yeah, so I had picked the previous four races going into the Derby correctly. So I only needed one more to finish off a pick five. And I was covered to about 13 horses. So I had very good payouts potentially. And then uh, obviously we saw what happened there mm. with uh, yeah. with the crazy come out of nowhere horse in rich strike that came up the rail unbelievable ride by Sonny leone and uh the rest is history i mean that's that's only the second time me through what was going on when that horse finished the race and then it was trying to bite other horses yeah so so that a lot of times those horses uh they they know going in the trainers will let those outriders know if the horse acts up like he's he's got trouble behaving and and the horse is amped up i mean his heart's cranking his lungs are (laughs) going he's he's trying to get calmed down but he doesn't really he's still in the in the uh spirit of battle at that point so he's He's trying to, he doesn't like something that pony said to him, uh, <laughs> pissed him off. And, and he started to go at it. And then the guy was smacking him and punching him. And the trainer actually, I know it looked bad on TV and a lot of people were pissed about the way he treated the animal. But oh, the, I, I, I the, thought it was hilarious. The yeah, trainer, the trainer did say that he was actually glad the guy handled it that way because they kind of know sometimes those horses have to be dealt with like that. Uh, we don't know what it's like. I mean, just oh, smacking yeah. that an animal with that kind of power. I mean, you, I don't. I, I don't want to pretend I know. I, how I, I was be. listening to. I was listening to another podcast about about the Kentucky Derby, and they said that when Rich Strike was purchased for yeah. thirty thousand yeah, dollars, it was a, at a race. Yeah. So what they have they have in um, horse racing is uh, claiming races. So if you start out uh, with your horse and you think he's just okay or whatever, you'll usually put him in a claiming race, which means he's unprotected. And people with the ability to uh, purchase these horses, whether they have the license, the appropriate licenses and things, that trainers will claim them. So if you saw a horse that you thought, okay, coming into this race, I kind of like the way this horse looked the last race, I'm going to put a claim in for him. Well, he... When he went in that race, I, I want to say that was his second start of his career, and it might have been the only race that he actually won. Uh, but anyway, he was with a trainer named Joe Sharp, who is a very uh, well-known trainer and has had, had horses uh, on some big stages throughout the United States. Anyway, he got claimed off of Joe Sharp for this Eric Reed, who's a smaller outfit, and uh, the horse was running on synthetic. He didn't even run on a lot of dirt, just the, I think maybe one other dirt start other than that, uh, the one that he got claimed out of. But he never really showed a lot of potential. And, uh, you know, I gave him a look. I, I, When he drew into the race, I checked, and I was like, oh, man, I just don't – I can't make a case for this horse. I try. I looked. It's like, I don't know. I, I just don't see anything. So, so. now can you make a case for uh, a triple crown? No, nah, I can't. No I, I, I'd have to be against. I mean, he, he'd have to he'd have to really – I mean, for a horse, first of all, in two weeks, 
for him to be able to duplicate that effort, that was one of the most impressive efforts that I've ever seen. That closing and speed was nuts. I was, was, was going to say, Matt, through. Yep. How, how ridiculous of a win truly like was it, that? It really is. For somebody who watches the stuff every day, you, you're not going to see that very often, and especially on dirt. In this country, on dirt, you don't see that. You just don't see the way that the horse was able to move without losing any speed, side to side, weave around. It's, it's very hard to do. Uh, you see it more on turf racing where it's not as hard as they're not sinking down into it as badly. Uh, it's not as rough on the horses. But that, a dirt performance like that is something you, you just don't see How much very of that often. credit goes to the jockey, though? A lot, a lot of the credit goes to the jockey. But whatever the trainer did to have that horse ready to run, uh, it was a phenomenal ride, phenomenal job by Eric Reed to train that horse to be ready for, for that race like that. And uh, you know, in, in credit to the horse, it, it it stepped up when it had to somehow. Yeah, I got I got a couple questions. So one, he he doesn't come from like Rich Strike. Does he come from any sort of background? No, no. He he's a he's a very underwhelming sire. Uh, I, I honestly don't even remember it off the top of my head. Uh, but it it isn't one of your top producing sires, especially in Triple Crown races. You, you a lot of that you'll you'll see the same sires year in year out in that race. He was not. He does not come from a uh, top level pedigree. So now, now that he won that race, is he not? Well, I know for a fact he's worth more than yes. uh, what he what he was bought for. But yeah. will his his offspring be worth more than he ever was? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so how that'll work is, I I wouldn't be surprised if you see this horse run maybe once more, twice more tops, and then he's done. Uh, I think they'll retire him. I think they'll put Kentucky Derby winner on on all of his uh, all the advertising for whatever stable he goes to, and they'll probably um, they'll probably have him for a stud fee that's pretty modest for Kentucky Derby standards. A lot of times these horses are drawn, you know, the fifty thousand dollars stud fees, where the for you to take your mare to them, mm-hmm. it's going to cost you fifty grand. That's low. Like there's hundred grand too. You know keeps going upward but if this if this owner you know wants to make some decent cash i mean people that are looking that don't have the a giant amount of capital to get into horse racing they want to be sired by a kentucky derby winner uh you could i mean they're going to make a lot of money with him definitely hey matt yeah uh, is he is he definitely running in the next race? no 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 con- confirmation yet on the preakness they said they would like to take him uh just for the sport for the sake of the sport they want to, but if the horse isn't ready, if he's worn so, out, so they can tell. I mean, yeah, I was no. say what's the like yeah. some of the factors that would. Yeah, just yes uh, no. the biggest factor for the horses when you, they're not going to take him to the race is the next morning, and I haven't seen what he did, but on Sunday morning and into Monday, whether he finishes his food or not is like a huge factor with those Whoa. guys look at. So if the horse loses weight and starts dropping weight, they won't take him. If if he keeps the weight on. And he's coming out of it. He's he's, he's alert in the oh, mornings. So he's exercising. Makes, that's what makes those triple crowns even that crazier. Then right, yeah. You 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 actually have a lot of care for these horses that people don't realize how much goes into them. Like what, the question that you were just asking, Job, about the siring. I mean, you you don't want to take a chance of messing this animal up for the future. So they're yeah. not going to take any chances. And uh, my last question here. So yeah. at the end, when they're interviewing the the owner and then the the trainer, right? That the guy in the red coat. I mean, the the guy that the the trainer that they were interviewing right. is he directly involved with that horse? Like, is he the one that is that is at, like grinding yeah. it out every day, well, training here, that horse? Here's usually how that works, and I can't speak for Eric Reed's barn because I I know it's not a bigger one, but I know he's he has horses at Mountaineer, just you know, up here a little bit north of us. Uh, he he has horses there from time to time. I want to say that he, he maybe his main base is over in Cincinnati in the uh, or the Florence Kentucky area with uh, Turfway Park. I could be wrong about that. But he's he's like a central midwestern trainer, and he's not a giant outfit. So 
uh, I guess kind of what you're alluding to is like, is he the one in the morning getting up and, and getting on this thing? No. Yeah, like he's, yeah. he's he's developing the regiment. So what these trainers normally do now, some of them will still jump on the horses from time to time. But what they want to do is they get good exercise riders. There's people that just ride horses in the morning for these guys. And there's also some of the top jockeys. Uh, for instance, you know, if, if you're on if you're one of the top jockeys and you're getting a mount on one of these superior horses, in this case, it doesn't really apply, but you want to try to get on it in the morning and see how he acts and see see what his cues are and stuff. So he has the regiment set up. His people will he'll have assistant trainers and uh, what they call exercise riders will get on them in the morning, uh, do the regiment, do the workouts with them. A lot of times nowadays, the trainers don't jump on their backs anymore because they actually have nice staffs and and they can put some money into it. Yeah, because I was I right after that race when they're interviewing him and I think the owner that I got into a conversation with Jeff and I was like, it pisses me off because I didn't know anything. Yeah. I just assumed that, you know, it's like, um, it's like, uh, like Microsoft. Like I'm sure that, uh, what, who owns Microsoft? What's, uh, Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like Bill Gates probably isn't, you know, grinding it out, coming yeah. up with new stuff every day. Yeah. Like, like people that are working. His work's below done. Him. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm saying like, like to me that that represented kind of like that where that trainer even though he might be involved with owning people that work for him and work with the horses like i feel like they should be interviewing somebody that's underneath him that's been grinding it out with his horse right and and you're right because those people go over look the grooms the ones who, yeah. who just do as much as keeping the horse's coat good uh just making it look uh, this dappled from head to toe when it was walking in those post parades i mean those people go way way underappreciated so that is a very good yeah. thing to bring up. Uh, it, it's it's also nice to see the small barns win sometimes because the two the two that were going to win uh, with uh, I think it was a see Steve Asmussen had a, the horse running Epicenter. up front with Epicenter and then uh, the other one was uh, who was the other Brad Cox or uh, maybe it was Chad Brown. Uh, but uh, yeah, they're, they're Zandon would have been uh, Chad Brown, I think. Yeah. So yeah, but those are like big outfits, and those guys have accomplished just about everything. Now neither one of them have won the uh, Kentucky Derby before, so that was probably pretty heartbreaking to them because one of those two thought they had it locked up until he came up the rail. But hey, that's that's racing, like well, they say. Man, sorry me... you didn't win your big. Nah, your I big... know. And 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 one thing I just want to say uh, about I when I picked Mo Donegal last week, uh, I was happy with the pick. The race set up the way that I wanted it to. Uh, Mo Donegal didn't break well. He kind of got pinched in more so than just drawing the one post worked against him, but he, he didn't break well. So that hurt him a little bit. He had to come way outside about 10 wide and just coming off the rail and going 10 wide. It just, he just couldn't make up the ground, but he was absolutely flying at the end of that race. And if he would have just got a little bit better trip, I really do think he would have had a chance of winning that. Well, so. Matt, don't, don't feel upset because it runs in your guys's family. Cause let me walk you through what happened, what happened uh, later that night. You're building this so, up way so, too much. So Matt Jub leads me down this road about what time do you think it was? 11, uh -oh. Well, 11, listen, no, okay. No, 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 now hold go. up. Let me, let me plead my case before you, you put me on You were speaking another language right there for about five seconds. What? <laughs> listen, you, he, we go, and I wasn't planning on even watching the end of the fights, even though I, so this I had. Is, you guys are referencing UFC 274. Yes, okay. UFC 274 with, uh, with Rose, who was my pick, and then uh, Gaethje, who was also my pick. Right. Um, those are my two, two, two picks for the night. Of, of course, both of them lost, uh, but we were <laughs> going out. We were going out. Uh, I was at Cooley's house for, for a little bit, and then we went up to uh, the Dirty Dog up at West Liberty, and I wasn't even planning on watching the fights, and I walk in, and, of course, they got, the, they got the fights up, and, you know, everybody was drinking and having fun, and I just looked the soup, and I said, hey, listen, if anybody, if, if I was to tell you to take any bet, 
Take Rose, Nama Yunus. I hope I'm saying her name right. Yeah, name I believe right. you are. Take Rose. Uh, take her by TKO because in her prior fights, she, I, I mean, she's she's pretty she's a pretty aggressive fighter. And then <laughs> you can, I guess, Matt, you can explain. This whole, the entire bar was on Rose. So, like, oh, I'm boy. talking to everyone around me. Who you got? I got Rose. Who you got? I got Rose. So, Doug I'm like, wow. Rose. I was like, Jub, Jub has the right pick. Because right. the whole bar... Matt, <laughs> That's when you should have run for Matt, the hills when yeah, everybody yeah, yeah, has Matt, it. Anything you've taught me, I should have immediately known. Uh, take Carla right yeah. now. Take her. But here's here. And, uh, and yeah. the thing if that, I was there with you, Sweep, well, I'd have said, I, I don't know. Here's the fight too, and and I can't say ifs this, if that. But Rose, like three or four punches, almost knocked her out. Right. right. So, well, I think I think Rose won that fight. I think both I think both of them were really boring. I mean, I thought the fight was boring. It was one of the most boring fights I've ever watched in the history of my time watching the UFC. Hey. But I think Rose should have won that fight. You know, I'm I'm not a judge, so I can't you know I can't go into detail about what I think the scoring should be. But yeah, and then I then I said, uh, of course Rose loses. Now I bet Gaethje's going to go out and get his head ripped off. Didn't take and, him and long, of right? Of course, in the first round he gets choked out and his head almost pops like a zit. What do you guys think of uh, Chandler's front kick on uh, Ferguson? That was most one of the more devastating that. knockouts. If you watch it in slow mo, I, I wish I, I, we we could even pair this I, like put on social media, but. If you haven't seen it, go look up that knockout from from this past Saturday. It was the most brutal. He looked like a cartoon character. They said yeah. he, they turned him into Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Chris, you see that that <laughs> knockout? No. It was, Check it out, Chris. Well, oh, here's a, Chris and I. Chris and I when when we're here in the Pine Room, uh, a lot of you know, it's it, we're we're mainly a football oriented yes. you know sports group. But Chris and I now, Chris, you watch a little bit of football, and you you follow football more mm-hmm. than I follow football. Right. But once UFC comes on, you and I kind of just like to talk about violence, and we like to watch, you know, yes. because it's it's something that it's it's constantly there's just constant movement in those well, fights. Well, and in on a pine room pine room Saturday, you know, we got football from what sometimes eleven a.m. through you yeah know, all night eleven at night, and I grow bored with it because I I'm not a huge college football fan, and I I rarely make bets. So when you're over there, you know talking about the fights who's coming up and then you know it's like well i i can't wait for it to start and i'll, I'll make some bets on that just because i got tired of the football but man there, there's some really it's entertaining it's fun I mean, it people really hate it. people hate it because it's so violent well i used to at the beginning but now it's like man i just think it's exciting it, it is Very. it's it just is. exciting Very. like mm-hmm. you get to watch and these dudes are in the like these dudes are the prime fighters of of the world and mm. just getting to see them go at each other yeah, someone made a good a good point if like way back then three or four hundred years ago when the two ships out in the ocean would meet and one and people have to fight if you throw all the nfl athletes out there nba hockey and then you throw these guys out there on one of those ships no. like yeah. they're coming out on top absolutely yeah, and, and, and they would we, be they'd be a hell of a surprised. band of pirates that's yeah. for sure i might take the nfl lineman come on yeah over but some of these ufc fighters it, it, six, well, they six, get him in an ankle lock. Cool, like, yeah. they're finished. You put him in a Kamura. <laughs> it's uh, a fight to the death. He might just let him break his ankle. Well, and and I sit think, on him and, and <laughs> like Yokozuna. <laughs> 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 like, uh, oh, who was the who was the who sat on the in the turnbuckle? Who was in the at WWE? The big dude. Uh, oh shoot, he he do the How stink. The stink. Uh, it, Relatively, uh, uh, Rikishi. He, yeah, oh, Rikishi. Rikishi. Yeah, he yeah. passed away, face. didn't he? No, Rikishi's still alive. He's still alive. <laughs> yes. Who, who was uh, Big Daddy V? He passed away. He was, he passed away. Big Daddy V was another one. Did Mark right? Henry pass away? No, no Mark no, Henry. Sexual chocolate. Because he was also uh, he, he had a character named Mabel too. The big, the big Mabel. heavy guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah Invader's well, dead. I mean, there's <laughs> yeah. so many. Of those you know guys. what athlete I'm taking to win, though, don't you? And what? LeBron James. Of course. Here we go. Literally, he would lose. Rose Nami Yunus would choke him out quicker than he, she could Carlos Sparza. 
<laughs> we mentioned this in a couple podcasts ago. Uh, oh, God, I didn't say that right. We mentioned this a couple podcasts ago. That, That's a tongue that twister. Anybody, anybody in uh, Cooley and I, we actually are something that we agree on, which is a rarity, that fighting anybody that thinks that they can fight one of those female fighters in the UFC mm. is, is out of their mind. I mean, now, I, Say says you could beat one of the girl fighters, well, yeah, and but, I say he's crazy. Yeah, I haven't I fought anybody. I think that's what he yeah. said. Is that all right oh, about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said if I got on, like if I used my weight, but once I got on the ground with him, she's just going to put me. Nah, he, is he talking about ankle. you or him? Me. No, me. he said job. You beat And I haven't been in a fight in my life, and yeah, he thinks well, I can beat a, a, a world champion UFC fighter. No, Does he think he can I th- here's I'll say uh, my argument for say is that say say is unnaturally strong. Like right. uh, we played pool basketball with him, and I rarely play, but when I played against him, he was throwing me around like a rag doll. Like I I couldn't catch my breath. I <laughs> there was there was a time where I literally thought he had me under the water. I thought I was like it was like an alligator was over top. One me. time in Cooley's pool, we were playing, and uh, say picked me up by my waist, spun me around like off a cartoon, and slapped my ankle off. Off the rim of the board, mm. off the basketball hoop. <laughs> so you yeah. guys think he could just bum rush one of these girls yeah. and get them down? Yeah, he may be a little different. But hey, if she escapes, though, look out. Yeah, yeah. like if she gets on his back or... Yeah. or his neck's exposed, yeah. Yeah, he's in it's trouble. Over. I think she lands one punch on any of us at Knox's house. Hey, I, yeah. I, want, I wanted to bring this up. We were talking about the, the triple crown in, in horse racing. But th- this, is, this is amazing. I thought this was worth noting. Um, ba- the baseball triple crown. There was a Division three baseball player... Uh, by the name of Ryan McCarty, he plays for Penn State Abington. He won the Triple Crown in Division Three baseball. Listen to these stats: a five fifty two average, God damn. ninety five hits, eighty five <laughs> runs, twenty seven home runs, and eighty five RBIs in a wow. season. Oh, Jeez. Jesus, Man. that's oh, impressive. Cool. I mean, that dude has. Do you know what year he's in? He's got to get a look. I guess he's definitely transferring out of there. I would, now. yeah. I, I, yeah, I would right, imagine cool. he, yeah, he may be. Yeah. might get drafted. Yeah. Here comes his NIL, when, NIL yeah. offer. Well, there was a, started, Matt. There's he, another yeah, topic yeah, he, that he, we could even bring up further. He came outside. He asked me this this, mo- this afternoon when I was setting this up. And I saw this on Twitter. That's why I brought this up. Um, so what do you think would happen first? I think, this, I think Barstool <laughs> tweeted this. Um, a horse wins the <laughs> baseball triple crown. Or a human wins the horse racing triple crown. <laughs> There's a better chance Wait, the horse would win one more, the yeah, baseball. One more time. Yeah. Wait, Will you explain that one more so, time? So would a horse in Major League Baseball win the triple crown or a human running win the That's horse impossible. racing triple Gotta crown? Got to be the horse you, well, in baseball. That, but like, both, running against well, horses? Both are, both impossible. No, I think, I think the, 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 the dude winning the... Horse triple count is at least somewhat possible. No, now, are you talking? Way. Are you talking? He starts from the gate. He starts from the gate, and, and he's, he's running. Well, at <laughs> least, at least, maybe every horse in the field breaks their leg or, or something. How would a horse so ever be involved in baseball? He would get trampled on yeah. in the beginning. Can I give a, a little Twitter? Does a uh, horse have to hold a bat? Listen. listen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How <laughs> yeah, would he that, ever win? That, that's going to be tough. I Look at this Twitter. This Twitter interaction from. I'm going to give a shout out to these two people. So I hope you guys are listening. David Norman, at the David Norman on Twitter, said, Human wins. There's no way a horse hits for power and average with that strike zone and no thumbs. <laughs> and then Cheadle007 
says inside the park home runs. Nobody's going to tag out a horse. No, no. <laughs> I was thinking like got the catcher yeah. every time. Well, I'd like to see him like try to break up a double play <laughs> and, see, and see like the guy short or the second base for the shortstop try yeah, to hang be, in there. I don't that, think Jarrett wants to play shortstop yeah, no, that no, day. No, I'm, I'm, sick. I'm sick that day. Yeah, ease. Yeah. I guess the most the more realistic one is probably the human beating the horses. But the horse no. thinking about a horse winning a triple crown in baseball is hilarious. Well, here's here if if. Could a jockey win the race? Does the horse have to pass the finish line, or does the no, jockey? The jockey's got to be mounted on the horse. So oh, if, if you see so him it, throw the jockey off, he's he's out. So the jockey can't run across the finish line. No, it's got to be. It, it's a like tandem. They got to be together. Is that this the same? Oh, well, that's like that debate about Chris with the guy's head crossing oh, the finish line. What was that question? That's a great. That was thing. on. That was way back in. Uh, is that sporting news? I think it was sporting news, and there was always a, a column in there every every uh, time it was published. Um, Ask how the referee, I, and it, I can't remember it exactly, but it was like two. It was like Indy car drivers, and two of them are, are banging neck and neck. And uh, driver A, whatever, uh, he wrecks, and and uh, that what was it? The driver, driver A, and driver B, and yeah, it was. If if driver I can't remember if it's A or B's head yeah, crosses the yeah, finish line he's before de- he wrecks and then he gets decapitated but somehow his head crosses the finish line before driver B <laughs> driver B's car who, who, yeah, wins, who the wins the race <laughs> and I think the answer was let's hope this never happens <laughs> but what, for someone to even to write that question yeah. I mean, that, to send it in but yeah that obviously that we'd hate to see that happen yeah. Jesus yeah. All right, let's take a break real quick, and then we'll come back. Equipment right. check. All right. <laughs> if you teach a horse how to yeah, bunt, though. Hey, I, I, all right, what do we want? I had yeah, a but horse if a horse can somehow swing I had a timer. I started it. about Don't 10 minutes. I started about 10 minutes late. So we're we at go about six, 25? Or about, about 25 minutes we went there. That was good. Yeah, we went I hate What's it. What's that? Yeah. The interviewing the coaches. Why the fucking game's oh, yeah. going that's on? That's how they do that. I think that's disrespectful, to be honest. You're trying to win a game here. Like, Winning is supposed to be important. And you know, too, when, when they do that and say it's in the heat of the moment and, and a coach says something, that he, he's pissed because he doesn't want to even be doing it. Right. And then if he says something wrong, oh, then he's yeah. crucified well, and, and, and the girl oh. or guy yeah, who's the, asking the questions always asks something really, really yeah. great, really yeah, creative. Make the assistants go do the interview. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, That's some, some of good. them do do that. I, I, I like that. That's, I couldn't imagine. Like, I don't see any other sport like this. They might do it in soccer, but NHL, they interview them after each period. Whoever's yeah, playing, yeah. A lot of times well. you'll get a player interview after each period. That's very common. And yeah, and those are Chuck and those are quick. That. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah usually, it's usually like um, like. Are we waiting t- to go? No, no, yeah, no, no. You guys, no, because no, I, I could just cut in right oh, okay. when you guys started talking. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, it's no big deal. You're listening to the Pine Room Podcast, and we want to hear from you. Send us feedback, questions, or topics you'd like us to discuss to contact at thepineroompodcast.com. Look, we might not be the best podcast out there, but I know one thing for certain. There sure as hell isn't anyone better. You're listening to the Pine Room Podcast. All right, so you guys want to talk about a little uh, NIL? Is that what we were talking about right before yeah. we uh, yeah. took off here? Yeah, so. I noticed you guys put down it. What's it? What is it? Uh, tampering and destruction of college sports. <laughs> <laughs> destruction. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. You may think it's that bad. I do. Well, I th- I saw today, though, that the NCAA is considering putting in some rules, which is yes, something me and Chris good. talked about good. recently. My thing, Cooley, is I, I don't disagree where you guys are coming from with the, the kids should be able to get whatever he possibly can. 
but I have a problem with it when they're luring them from school to school. And when you're at a place and you sign to commit there and you have an NIL deal in place, and then here comes uh, Chris's school, he's a big booster, and he's throwing money, and then you're, they're basically bribing the guys that come to change schools. And I think you should have to honor your scholarship at the school you went to, and then if you leave that school, your NIL deal leaves with it, and then you shouldn't be able to be recruited with an NIL deal. That's I like that. what I think. I do, because mm-hmm. here's what I But when I you get there, if you want to get $5 million, good yeah. for you. and Cooley, Cooley argues that – and, and I'm going to let him go after this, but <laughs> I really like the NIL, like the options and stuff. I think it's good for him. I, right. I do really think that they should be reimbursed or, or, or some type of credit for all the hard work they've put in. Like I know you were talking about Zion. Zion would have been a millionaire. Real oh, quick, real quick. He probably N-I- was. NIL, for people yeah, that don't right. know... You want to Name, image, what? likeness. There you go. Because yeah. for exactly. the longest time, they weren't. They were selling their jerseys and all that stuff, and they weren't getting any money. They didn't get it done. So, Cooley, go ahead on your uh, on your fire away. What do you got? I just, I mean, they act like people act like just join education and stuff. But there's only a select few athletes that are really getting millions of dollars. It's not like all 50, what 54 players on a football team are getting right. Right. millions. Yeah, right. It's a quarterback, maybe a top receiver. Right. They probably about. weren't going to class anyway. Yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. you're right about that. So I, I get education's important. I'm all for education, but I mean, money, I, they need some of these kids need the money. So, they come to the school and they don't have any money. They're sleeping in their cars. And yeah, they get a scholarship, but that just pays for the school. They don't get money. Well, I was well gonna, at, I was, at the Division One level, a lot of these guys live like kings, depend, depending uh, on one. And a lot of these schools yeah. cheat, so let's not I was yeah. kid ask, ourselves. I was going to ask this, so, and and I mentioned it in last well, on Sunday, but we don't have any of it. But how would you delegate who gets what based on the income of the university or the school? How would you know who brings in what kind of money? So yeah, say, that's, say if even down to Division Three, Division Two. Are you going to pay those guys? Like they might not be no. like you're not ta- like you're not you know they might they make not be. zero dollars for that school. All they are is an expense. <laughs> yeah. so, Seriously, so, I actually they researched are. that and it said about each like five star athlete that goes to school brings in around two million dollars. So, but but like but that still doesn't cover the expenses of the program though. That's yeah. the problem. And five star well, athlete? Yeah, no, it's no. so expensive for that. School like, no, but I'm saying like that's just one athlete though. Like how you don't many, think how many five stars are at each? School? Yeah, but there's not that many. Well, but how and many most programs lose money? How many money. athletes are making millions of dollars? That's very right. well, yeah, it, it's The money's also then. coming from private. So, Joe, like your question, in my opinion, um, and we'll get other guys' thoughts on this. You. For those deals, it's an outside business that's paying these. So the school, for whatever, the school's not actually getting as much as you think from this. I mean, they're getting some advertising and things they can do now that they weren't able to do with these athletes doing commercials and so on and so forth, which they never were allowed to do. But they're the kids are the ones that are... Oh, they're benefiting because big time. people say that these schools have made money off of them for years. I, I don't agree with that. I, mm. I think some cases, but... Uh, it, why, why don't you? I, because the, like college football programs, there's a, and I don't have this in front of me not right now, but I do look it up relatively uh, uh, often. How many programs actually turn profits in a season? It's like less than five. Yeah, it's, it, it's it it's like all the merchandising and all the stuff. I mean, you can if you kind of put that in there, bookstores and stuff. I'm sure that the campus still makes some cash off these guys. I get that. But the programs themselves are—they're not making money off these kids. It's just yeah. not true. So what happened? So what do you think would happen to a university if they're paying the top five athletes, let's say, two billion dollars no. a player or two million? <laughs> sorry, not two billion. <laughs> the reason I said billion yeah. was I was just looking up that Yale, the in their I think in their their operating budget for I think a year is forty 
42 billion dollars which is just astronomical was that was that an athletic operating budget I'm, I'm, that can't I, be right I, yeah i don't for, think for it's a, a, the whole school i'm just saying yeah. the whole school okay for the salaries i mean they got teachers there to probably yeah, make so, millions so ivy league back to my question yeah. is what, what do you think would happen to a university's athletic you know administration not administration but the athletic operation if they're paying two million dollars to each of these players it, that if they don't get it from outside sources, then they go under. But mm-hmm. that's the mm-hmm. thing about this is it's an outside source. So I, I get I get that part. It, and Matt, it, I don't think people realize, I know you were explaining this, how big of a trickle-down effect that the March, yeah. Mad- March Madness has. Unreal. That billion-dollar television it deal. On, yeah, on, it, it does. It literally, my, da- my dad knows about this a lot because he was the athletic director at West Liberty for a long time. And he can tell you, being on NCAA committees and stuff, how much of that money you actually see it coming down to our level. And there's no doubt, like, Cooley, to, to go with what Cooley's saying, and I get it, they have exploited these guys for years. I mean, they, they, they do. And, and these conferences have just bags of cash given to them for all these games and TV contracts and all that stuff. But the trickle-down effect is, uh, is there, but they probably don't let as much trickle down as they should. So you're right. These guys have been exploited to some, some regard. I mean, I, I don't disagree with that. But I think the program is – People are thinking like all oh, the football programs making money off this guy because he's got good. I I don't see it that way. Like Texas football, Notre Dame football, they're going to make money. Mm-hmm. They're one of the few programs who can make money, and it doesn't really matter. They haven't. Neither one of those schools have been good for years. So I mean, if these athletes are making the money, they ain't doing a very good job because they don't win. <laughs> and I'm so. with you, cools. I, I say pay them, man. Pay them, pay them, and and but there's got to be limitations. Yeah, well, I'm I don't, not against having some like rules. What like, do you guys think about this? Like it, this hits close to home for me. Isaiah Wong from Miami. He's he's leveraging the the coach in Miami to get him in this school to get him a better NIL deal where he's going to transfer. He's threatening. Yeah, that, to tra- see, no, that's yeah, where it gets a little bit. That's right. But I'm all for athletes getting up. Yeah, hey, if they can cash in on their on their likeness. Mm-hmm. That, I get, I agree. I, and and you know, and I think it's. I actually think this is beneficial more to the uh, female athletes and the smaller school or smaller sports. Like Jared, your college baseball doesn't get the exposure it deserves. Mm-hmm. Uh, college softball, volleyball, the the big the football and basketball programs are treated like kings everywhere. I mean, you're mm-hmm. the, the big division ones. Those kids are getting money. They're getting things even if they don't have these deals in place. And uh, wink, wink. I remember this bags a, of money. One of the kids I went to high school with, he went and he was just a student at WVU. But I don't know if you guys remember Devin Williams, a WVU basketball mm-hmm. player. Yeah. Um, he wasn't going to class that often. They were traveling a ton. And I remember he played a game one night and they had class early the next morning. And he walked into class and the professor stopped and said, "Mr. Williams." Thank you for coming to class today. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, because he's he watches this dude play bat on TV every night. Yeah. He doesn't expect him to be in the classroom when he does come to the classroom. The professor is like, "This is awesome." Well, and you also had that thing like North Carolina. That was embarrassing what they had going on. They're making up classes for these guys yeah. and stuff. I mean, these big programs. It's it's hard for someone like me who actually grown up around small college sports and loved it so much to see these guys just take advantage of it. And I know they want to make money off of it and stuff, but it. There, there's right and wrong, and that kind of stuff is just not, just not cool. It just would be different if they weren't forced to go to college out. Like I like now that some of the, like basketball players are able to go to the G League. Yeah, that's going to happen. So yeah. If their main focus is money and they're struggling for money, they can just go to the G League instead of going straight to college. Here's here's a real quick stat because we were talking about Yale. I don't know why I brought Yale up. They're the only lock, by the way. Um, did the, the the Yale athletic uh, the athletic program made forty seven million three hundred twenty five thousand two hundred fifty one dollars in revenue, but they spent forty six million six hundred ninety seven thousand nine hundred forty eight uh, 
So they only right. had a billion yep. left over. No, no, they had. You said they got forty-seven and they spent forty-six. Yeah, they spent forty-six. So they have a million left over. Oh, a million! I think you said a billion. No, 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 a million left over. That's just yeah, athletics. That's just athletics. You would be wow. surprised how much, how oh, expensive they it definitely is. Spend it, a lot. It, it, Especially D one flying everywhere, bussing yeah, everywhere. I can't imagine how much money they not waste, but they spend on Division two athletes. There's a ton of us. Division and two is a, is a. We have to. Cost you don't them make. Money, you don't right? make yeah. It. Oh, super. You don't. We don't. You should see. I, I could. I could go into it in in depth about it. Uh, it. You don't make anything. Basketball gates like the most successful program at West Liberty by far was men's basketball. And I mean, on a good night, we're we're making f- like seventy five hundred dollars in tickets, and that's with every single seat packed. I mean, that doesn't even call or, co- uh, cover half of a scholarship. So, at that yeah. point, so how? Well, so some of these some of these smaller programs, and I'm I'm an advocate for I want division two and division three to have more scholarships for these kids to get more full rides more stuff like that but it would probably be advantageous for these schools to get more kids in that don't have any scholarships so now they're paying tuition that's the d the d3 philosophy and that's happening at west liberty and i'm not in a position to comment on that anymore but i i see it and i think it's disgraceful that what they're trying to do they're trying to build these rosters they make these poor coaches like jared how many guys did you have to have on your team this year how many guys did you carry uh, what we I think on the roster, at over fifty guys. Yeah, we had. see, it's just ridiculous. So, I don't no, think you should have on. to do that. Yeah. Right. So yeah. how? So how? How? If you're saying that you know basketball, they you know their they, their expenses are far beyond what they bring in. How do they even well, stay? How do they in keep basketball? Operation? Basketball actually doesn't cost nearly as much as like football. Football is a losing proposition in Division two and three. Now, Division three can make an argument that the kids are all paying. Uh, Thirty-five to fifty-five thousand dollars a year. So in Division Three, they probably make money off off football a little a little bit. Uh, but Division Two, depending on how many scholarships you're given, I mean, we're not bringing in any any money at the gate. And I don't care what program that is. Maybe a few of the ones up Grand Valley State and Northwest Missouri, where they actually don't have any college or pro teams around, when they have a full house capacity stadiums and stuff. But uh, at the at the low at the level of like Mountain East. I mean, you're not making a dime off of this. Even even your best programs, you're just not going to make any money no matter what you do. Yeah. Yeah, but, but back to the NIL deal, like, they're coming from outside sources. So whether or not Yale is bringing right. in right. a you're ton right. of money, like, that's not really relevant because they're not, pay- they're not really paying the athletes. It's like Douglas Market's paying them, you know? It's <laughs> right. not, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. They're deals with restaurants and, I don't know, just random stuff. I love them, Cools. I think it's sweet how, like, some of these car dealerships are starting to give them cars and stuff. (laughs) It would be so cool to get, like, an NIL deal from, like, McDonald's. All right, so to to round out the NIL talk, does everybody here agree? Chris, what do you got on this? No, I I just – I mean, I'm I'm not against those guys getting money, uh, obviously, but it's just going to add to the corruption it already has because it's been corrupt forever. And and to think that – you know the powers that be didn't think this was going to be a problem, and just and it's, it's a fucking mess. And I and I, I, I did want to bring this up because everybody. I mean, you know, basically sell your services to the highest bidder, correct? Yeah, right. That's how it goes. Well, I was looking up uh, last week. Uh, I got a new favorite uh, football player now, uh, college uh, Zay Flowers. I don't know if you guys know him, Mm-mm. but I have anyway, no idea. wide receiver at Boston College. He's from Fort Lauderdale. I think he's the eleventh of fourteen children. Uh, his mom died when he was real young and his dad was left to, you know, feed the family, working a job, whatever. But he said prior to the May 1st deadline, I guess that's the deadline yeah. when you have to enter the portal or yes. whatever, yes. said he was getting all kinds of uh, offers from different schools. And he said that they, they never mentioned the schools 
They didn't uh, uh, approach him directly, but uh, some of those were like in excess of $600,000, $300,000, and he talked it over with his dad. He actually went to his coach and discussed it, and uh, he ended up, uh, uh, he chose to stay at Boston College. And, he, and what I liked about it was his, his dad kind of always uh, raised him to be, uh, as far as relationships, commitment, and loyalty. That's and the great. guy said, uh, you know, uh, it's life-changing money, obviously, and they got a huge family. Uh, now, the guy does have an NIL at BC. I know he's got uh, a use of a, a BMW or whatnot, but whatever he's got doesn't... Uh, That's feeding the family. Well, <laughs> no, I know, just, but, but, yeah. but whatever he, he was getting offered, uh, you know, B, BC, his deal up there doesn't compare to what he was getting right. offered. But uh, but I did like what he said. He said he wanted to stay at BC because he likes his coaches, and he said he did not want to let his teammates down. He'd been through, been there three years, and yes. all the practices, the weight room, and everything. He said I didn't want to walk away from them guys. And to me, that speaks. That says a lot yes. about that guy's very character. commendable. His dad, his dad, his yep. dad, and 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 I'm not, um, you know, if I was in that situation, if that was one of my kids, I. I don't know how I would react, but I just, it was a feel good story. And he did say that he thought in his mind that his degree from Boston College was way, was worth way more than yeah. the schools that were trying to lure him to. So <laughs> they didn't him. say That's who awesome. they were, rooting, but I hey, just I, thought. For that. Hey, so what, what was Zay, his name again? Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers. And they well, said he's probably going to be an NFL player. Good. I, I'll be pulling right. for him. So, yeah, Zay Flowers. I think he's don't you guys four. think that uh, that somebody up in in the BC area ought to ought to yeah. up his deal a little yeah. bit? Yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say right. loyalty. That matters. Yeah. That, no, that's it, great. It, it really, yeah, hopefully throw him a bone. I thought that was really great because you know most well, and and the BC coach even mentioned too about. It probably with all his connections with other coaches, how a lot of these kids will, I mean, they'll just disappear in the middle of the night. They'll, right. they'll sign a deal or whatever, yep. and, and then next thing the coach Leaving wakes town, up, yep. where's so-and-so? Oh, he right. left for uh, you know, whatever school. So hats off to Zay right, Flowers. Zay. Awesome. Yeah, good Zay job, Flowers. Zay. Good luck, Zay. All right. Uh, there we got some. Uh, I'm just looking at the sheet here. We got some up them upcoming dates coming up. And one of the things that we have on here um, – I think we talked about it a couple days ago was the Preakness and how yeah. insane that is as far as and we could get into the horse racing but I feel like we've got it we've 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 yeah. saturated yeah. our horse racing but I, what the point about the Preakness that I want to make is how insane people say that that atmosphere the is infield. as far as uh, crowd it, you know just insanity yeah Don't the look. infield party at the preakness is regarded as the biggest party basically in north america they'll, they'll the claim no, no the, the preakness the second leg of the triple crown which is oh. in pimlico well, in baltimore well you know the word that i always hear associated with that debauchery debauchery <laughs> drunken <laughs> debauchery <laughs> scantily clothed yep, young it, it, females yeah just drunk uh, drunk people everywhere yep. isn't it nuts though that Sounds like fun. you you would think that that would be at like a, a football game or uh like a I, I don't know some sort of big some sort of bigger sport now I, I horse racing is big but i'm like to me if i thought about uh, the biggest party event, sporting event, I would never think horse racing mm. is up there on that. that what would you but, think, Job? I don't know. I think maybe just some kind of like a football, like some tail, tailgate. Bowl? Yeah, Super you know Bowl where, outside of the Super Bowl. You know where our podcast needs to end up, though, next February? The Waste Management in Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that seriously yeah. looks so much fun to yeah. be out there on that on that par three when everyone's just going nuts. What hole is that? You guys might like the Preakness better than yeah. that. Well, yeah. Job, you know the thing 16, about that, maybe? too, is, is like, and I didn't really know that, that uh, the parties at, at the horse races, the, the big ones, were was that uh, prominent because – 
it seems like football is really the only sport that regularly tailgates. Like Matt yeah. and I had those season tickets for years at Penguin games. We never really there was no big tailgates going on. I don't know about NBA, but it seems like football always has the most tail. You know, college football Saturday and all that. Yeah. But, but uh, as far as the uh, these big these triple crown races, that that sounds like it'd be hey, a, a lot of fun to be there. I was just looking on here this year. They got marshmallow headlining this thing. They got the chain smokers. They're 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 doing it up right there. B- bigger wow. than ever. Yeah, I, I, yeah, this is I w- the first time in two years that they'll actually have like full crowds. Oh yeah, because because of, of, of COVID. Yeah, and I, I think that the I would say probably the two biggest sporting events or sporting uh, sports that I think would have the biggest crowd, you know, debauchery would be soccer or, or football. Uh, our European yes. friends and uh, uh, football, but I would like horse racing. I, there's a uh, podcaster and he's a comedian, Ryan Sickler. He has a podcast and he was telling a story about him at the Preakness, and he said that they took a school bus, they had school buses, and they would park in the parking lot, and after the Preakness, when everybody's just annihilated and coming out, they would use, all the buses were in a row, and they were down, I mean, there were 40 buses, and these guys would just, like, and they would get into these fights, and they would use the the alley of the bus like a fighting pit, and they would just charge at each other and fight in between these buses, and he told a story where one guy, like, uh, they were on a bus, and this crowd of people, they're like two guys came up onto their bus because a guy was screaming out the window. They drug this guy out of the bus, put him in between the buses, and they just just pummeled him, and then their bus just took off. Have you seen, <laughs> have you seen some of those That's videos, awesome. John? It's insanity. Yeah, if, yeah. if you guys watch it on NBC in, in a couple weeks, a week from this Saturday, uh, and you'll see, they'll be in there. They'll be in that pit, those people, I mean, interviewing people. It is. It is crazy. But why, like the purge. Yeah, but why horse? That is like the purge. Why yeah. horse racing? Like why? How did that become? It's just the the, the event of the yeah. Preakness. It's a huge thing in Maryland and the whole Delmarva region, all the way up the East Coast. Is just that's their that's their event. Like, it, should we put that on our bucket list? Yeah, hey, it's it's more my kind of crowd than the than the. <laughs> what section derby. of the United States do you think drinks the most? Oh, jeez, out of the whole uh, thing, anywhere cold because you, there's nothing you, else. To I would do. say <laughs> most likely cool. You're right. I would say in the <laughs> mid the North Midwest, yeah. Yeah. in the very North Northeast. Yeah. Because I mean, you, you're drinking to keep warm. We got to be up there a little bit. I <laughs> think have to be. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I would area. say, I would say, like you said, places where it's cold, people don't have anything else yeah, to do, so to they no. eat and drink. Eat I don't drink. know, but then again, you got to think about big party states, Florida. Yeah, but like mm. West Virginia's obesity rate's like top two. I mean, Absurd. Yeah, well, I, all you got to do is go down to Saint Law, walk and, those aisles and, for a while. And, and, You'll and see the, why. In the words of Dewey, on the first of the month. In the words of Dewey Finn, Chris. I like to eat. Is that such a crime? <laughs> Wait, what was the other thing he said? Uh, those who can't teach, teach gym. <laughs> yeah, he, goes, he said, let's relax. Those, that, those that can't do, teach. And those that can't it teach, is. teach gym. Hey, Job, I heard a quote from your boy Dwight Schrute the other day on there. He said, those who can't farm, farm celery. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> All right, I'm looking up. I just looked up a map here, and it looks like the state that drinks the most, shockingly, uh, let's see the state. Wisconsin. That it's gonna be the hottest the mo- state. Yeah, go ahead. Make your guesses. <laughs> Make your guesses. I'll say Wisconsin. Uh, no, Michigan is what I'm. Uh, Michigan. I'm gonna right. say West Virginia. Drinks the most. I'm gonna say. Oh, God. I know Utah drinks the least. I, I almost <laughs> guarantee that. Wow, I'm gonna say Massachusetts because some of those. Uh, some of those isn't that where like Harvard is and stuff. Yeah. I feel like some mm. of the smart well Boston. Are, I mean, those yeah, people drink like, like animals. Drink. My guess would be the Kennedys, Alaska. <laughs> Alaska. The state Ted Kennedy, yeah. the, the heaviest s- drinking senator <laughs> yeah. ever in the Senate. Yes. The state that drinks the most, 
Massachusetts. Wow. 28.7%. Boston. They'll, they'll be proud nice to claim that. Yeah. What's it Thanks. say? 28. What? 20, I don't know. I don't know. Jump, when you pulled that map up, I saw something out west. Oh, I got the wrong, I got the wrong map here. <laughs> this map sober. is what? underage alcohol use <laughs> by state. <laughs> well, that's an absolute lock, no, I man. picked it right. Jeez. Well, you picked underage drinking. It's uh, ages 12 to 20 who use alcohol. 12. <laughs> 12. Jeez. Jeez. Jamboree uh, in the I hills. <laughs> All right. So the, the state, that the actual state 12. that drinks the most. Let's see here. The actual state that drinks the most. States with the highest consumption of alcohol. Give us a hint. Um, what time zone's it in? Uh, I got one here. Yeah, it's 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 our time zone. Yeah, okay. East Coast. Oh, wow. East Coast. They're touching water. Uh, no, that's uh, not. Eighty like well, percent of the East Coast. Wait, touching you, the Atlantic Ocean. Yes. Wait. Oh, no, very slightly. Yeah. Ooh, slightly. slightly. Do you have the same map up? Let me see your map. I don't. I think we have the same slightly. map. Slightly. Oh, New York. No, go ahead, uh, Jerry. Touching water, touching, and I'm not. Are they not? New York's not touching the Atlantic. Yeah, they say yeah it's touching it water. It, it, <laughs> it's slightly touching. Well, New water. It's York not could a be coast. a good guess because it was the biggest population. It's, one it's of the not biggest. a coastal. Um, it's not a. It's not a completely coastal state. Is it north of the Mason-Dixon line? Yes. Yes. Pennsylvania. Yeah, I mean Pennsylvania. I'll give. Uh, but well, they're not really touching the no, water. No. Uh, let's let's give me Delaware give me water gap. In between. So it wasn't Massachusetts. In between New York and Maine. So you have. Uh, Wait, so it's not Massachusetts? No, then no, Connecticut. Mass- it's Vermont, Vermont, New Hampshire, or Massachusetts. <laughs> Vermont, New Hampshire, or Massachusetts? Those pick, are the- pick one of those three. Well, well you, I thought you said it wasn't Massachusetts. Yeah, it's not Massachusetts. Well, how the hell could it be Vermont or New Hampshire? That's astounding to me. New Hampshire yeah, is really is the winner for well, the most like, alcohol consumption. Lake, well, good for them. That's a beautiful uh, country yeah, up there. Lake Winnipesaukee up in New Hampshire. Cool. I've spent time up well, there. That's you, home of Franklin Pierce University. Do you, do you, up think, there. That, do you think that number? So. Yeah, that, that number's got to be a little inflated be. because of the size. I mean, their size. Yeah, they don't right. have a lot. What, of what is that like per capita? Yeah. Per yeah, per yeah, okay. 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 I can see that. Then I would say, wow. People in New Hampshire. New Hampshire would like to come here. Yeah. If you're listening to us from New Hampshire, stop by the Pine. Yeah. Come on for a field trip. Ever in in West Virginia, stop by. I feel like we drink we drink a lot. Oh, Morgantown Soup will tell you they try to oh, claim yeah. that they drink yeah. more. I, I don't know if that's a good oh, thing or a bad thing. Are you against Morgantown? I don't like Morgantown on, at all. Man. One of the like, most disgusting cities stop on it. earth. Stop it! You know no, it takes it, you it takes you an hour and a half to drive two miles. Wow, yeah, it, it's it a very frustrating place to live. It's overpopulated. <laughs> it is a disgusting town. It, it's to those who place. love it, I got nothing against I you, but I don't. So I got plenty of relatives, friends. Family, all kind of people that went to school there. They love it to death. And I have now, nothing now, against it, but it's, it's not my place. All of us have spent some long but, yes. but Sue, oh, do you yeah. like it, it, it as in a place that you could no, live? No, or Filthy, no, filthy no, disgusting animals. Or is it like, animals. It's, it's like Kennywood to you? Yes, yes it, it is. It's like an attraction. It's like an attraction. It's like going to exotic animal park or something. That I'll give you. Hey, it's a disgusting town. You know, talking about, and I just said that I thought we were up there. We're number two for the lowest consumption in by state, by capital. Wow. Which is insane. So mm. kudos to us. Well, we do our we, part we, here. I was yeah. going to say, we, maybe we yeah. have yeah. to step up. Yeah. Hey, we're keeping it from being Look, we all got fucking waters in front of us right now. I know. Poor effort by us. Your dad would be pissed at us. Yeah. But, yeah, as far as how do we get here? We were talking about the Preakness and talking about Yeah, infield at the Preakness. What is, Oh, Megan the Stallion's going to be there, too. Oh, And Lauren Hill. What's she say? Ah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's who. That is actually that. Speaking of of Megan Thee Stallion, on the first episode of the live podcast or of the the, the video podcast, she Jeff brought up 
the song where I think it was like he, she he she wants his naughty buddy to go into her fudge round. That is Megan Thee Stallion. That's who yeah. sings that song. I heard it on the radio. He has a way with words. I can't believe it. A a poet. Yes. Edgar Allan Poe would be proud. Yes, a regular Poe. (laughs) Ralph Waldo Emerson. I just want to give a quick birthday shout-out, actually, to someone hilarious. Today is Kenan Thompson's birthday on May 10th. Phenomenal. Keenan Thompson, who's who's that? Keenan and Kel. Oh, Kel. oh yeah. Good Burger. Good Burger. Well, that's a great movie. Uh, Real quick before we uh, before we move on here, uh, I just want to go around because we're talking about sporting events. What is one sporting event that you guys think you would want to go to before you die? Like one big. Go ahead, Chris. Event. You got anything? Uh, he caught me off guard. He give me. A go ahead, Chris. Yeah, get, take your time. Cools. Um, oh, NBA Finals for sure. Have you been to that? Not the finals. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. no. That'd this year, like, this I, is the year. That'd be the last thing I'd want to do. Something really specific. I've already gone to a Super Bowl, so that's See, that's that. awesome. Mm. I would love to go to a World Series Pirates game at PNC, at PNC Park. I can't imagine what what downtown Pittsburgh would you're, be like. But now, hold on. You're you're a massive Steeler fan and you're a Pirate fan. What would you rather go if to? It came, if it, Super Bowl at at Heinz Field or wow. or well, at Heinz Field? That at changes Heinz, everything. Or World Series at PNC Park. If there was a Super Bowl. And the Steelers were playing it, and it, it was at Heinz Field. Pro- wow, man. I'd, I'd probably still go with the <laughs> no, Pirates. Heinz Field okay. might be floating down the river yeah. by then. <laughs> I'd probably go with the Pirates game at PNC Park because I, I can't imagine how a lot. And, and maybe we'd go blackout again like Kutch used to have everyone do uh, back, yeah, back when we were good. Unfortunately for you, I don't think that's going to yeah. happen anytime I, soon. Yeah, okay. No. All right. Well, I, I, <clears throat> since he mentioned uh, football, I, I would probably do something with, with the Browns since we've Browns. suffered forever. I mean, I've never seen him win. Like something. if they were in a like, Super like, Bowl? Yeah. But, or even but, a playoff, like the AFC yeah, championship. Like, like, yeah, being an AFC championship up there with 80,000 people. And just even if I wanted the game, just being in a bar with everybody. And if they won the game, obviously. But I, <laughs> uh, but I think it would be cool. I think I mentioned this to Matt before. Is go over there to Europe and go to one of those uh, Premier League games. Doesn't matter who's playing. Just have a, 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 yeah. like a big rivalry game and just just to see all the uh, the, the hoopla that is with that. With because I love turning it on on Sunday, Saturday or Sunday mornings, and you just hear crowds chanting. You don't even know what they're saying, but it just sounds so much fun. So I, I think that would be. Because, I, I mean, I've had my share of hockey, baseball, football, I feel like and it'd I've be, never been to a soccer match. And it'd be new. It'd just be yes. totally new. And to right. be in one of those games and, where it's huge. And I know fun. I'd be drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Before or after. Or I'll during. tag on to that. I think uh, if uh, the U.S. was in the World Cup, I think I would like yeah, to see that. Awesome. I think that would be really yeah, cool. Yeah, um, we Man. have a World Cup coming coming here in uh, 2028, maybe? For 20, in L.A.? 20, yeah, it's, and I actually... Really want to try to go to it someday. Uh, All right, that, well, and, that and the and the Olympics. Well, if it, if we're, hey, if, oh, if, yeah. if this thing's successful in twenty twenty eight, let's take it on we'll the road. Take it on the uh, road I, to the I, World I, Cup. You guys, I've been dreaming of that. that World Cup in ninety four was the last time I was in the United States, and uh, not was too young to really do anything on my own. But I was in Washington D.C. the year it was there, and, and it, like the build up, we were on vacation on the way over to Ocean City, and uh, that's when I first got the soccer bug. Like it was just amazing. Like people from all these different countries coming into the town for the games and stuff. And I never got to go to the match, but uh, just it, it just seems so cool. What was the uh, the, the game? Uh, I always watch clips of it of, of people in bars. There's a big compilation of, of reactions in bars. It was when the U.S. was in the World Cup, I think. I yeah. might be thinking of the wrong thing. I can't remember the guy's name, but it was a last Land- – Landon Donovan. Landon Donovan, Landon Donovan yeah. that goal. The yeah. videos, if you if you haven't watched any of that, go watch up Landon. We'll watch Landon Donovan's goal in the, the World Cup. It was like a rebound, was it? Like yeah, he, it, yeah it, no, it, those 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 World Cup matches when the United States was good, um, I don't know, eight years ago, whatever it was, when they had that little run of success, uh, was, was really, really awesome for the sport. And uh, 
Soup and I were mentioning earlier off off the uh, camera here just about how soccer is becoming more popular than baseball and hockey in our country uh, rapidly. I'm and a, a lot of that has to do with uh, Chris's favorite uh, women's World Cup team and then oh. uh, just the, the overall success of the men's national team, that little run they had, it got a lot of people interested. So the only reason great. I'm for that is because when uh, we were grateful enough at West, at West Liberty, we had so many people from all over the country that came and played different sports. Yeah. They are so passionate about yeah. soccer. And I'm like, well, if people from all around the world love it that much, I'd love to get involved with yeah. it. Yeah. At least start this, to root for a team. It, and like, that would be my place to, to answer the what we started this. But that would be soccer event, a uh, high-level soccer of any kind, uh, English Premier League, Barcelona versus Real Madrid, World Cup, anything like that would be amazing. Close second would be the Winter Olympics, especially the curling. I really want to go to that someday. That would, and uh, <laughs> I, I'm hopeful that someday it gets into North America and I can go to that. Yeah. And then uh, after that, I would say Australian rules football. I definitely want to go to those huh. one of those someday in Australia. All right, Jared, I know your answer to this, but go ahead. Uh, yeah, mine would be a Game 7 of the World Series. I mean – it doesn't have to be the Pirates. Any Game 7 of the World Series, Yeah, I think, but is, I'm uh, saying if you had one chance to go to anything. Uh, I mean, Game 7 at, in PNC Park would be a dream. <laughs> if that, I think it would be awesome, too. But, I mean. In you know, a walk-off uh, fashion. Know. Wouldn't that be awesome? Uh, they oh. win, they win the World Series. I might die. I might. I, I, I might yeah, talk, about the, talk about Heinz Field going down yeah, in the P- river. I mean, Jarrett P- would be going yeah, down the river in a box. Well, you might have to be wheeling your dad up there in a wheelchair to get him into yeah, the game at that time. I say the sky might gr- be green tomorrow before uh, the Pirates are in Game Seven of the World Series. <laughs> yeah, but but uh, yeah, uh, sports are fun. I don't watch a lot of them, but if I if I wouldn't you say the experiences are, are even more fun than the actual sport? Yeah, because I well, I mean I talked with I think the very first podcast we talked about because I, I I've I don't remember the last aside from what I'm about to say I don't remember going to an NFL game. I don't think I've ever been to one. And the first one I was was down at Tampa yeah. uh, with, with Cooley and Jared. And it was actually I, I could care less about who won, where we were, the 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 you know the players. But the atmosphere is just fun to be around. And it wasn't even a full atmosphere because of COVID. It was like yeah. half capacity. Yeah. So I mean, just being there and you know, even though you got to spend $19 on a hot dog and, <laughs> uh, and a water. But yeah, it's fun. It's a blast. Mm-hmm. And we got to go. Oh, then we got to go to a, I, I got to go to my first Rays game when we in Florida, and that was fun. That was a blast. Uh, God, whoever says they don't like Tropicana Field, you're out of your mind. There's nothing better than a field inside the dome, dude. That place is, is great. Awesome. It's very unique. Well, well, I said that when we went to to, to the Bucks game. I was sweating, sweating so much. My shirt was soaked. I went into Tampa, into Tropicana Field. It was seventy-three degrees mm. out. I had a, I had myself a little. I actually had a, uh, a Cuban, <laughs> a Cuban sandwich, yep. and a little, and like a soda. And it was, That's I was, so I was so I'm, comfy. Tropicana I agree with you. Awesome. I, I, have you been to the, have you been to the, to the Marlins Park, Cooley? I have not. It's it awesome. Sick. I've been to a couple games there. It's really, it's like the same That's thing. What they the said. climate awesome. is perfect. It's yeah. beautiful. I'd have like season tickets if I was there. Yeah. It's, it's you awesome. You go to a PNC game, you just oh, sweltering. And the oh, sun's oh, beating down on you. It, it's yeah. all right at night, but in yeah. The, yeah. But uh, yeah, we went there, and, and they had some new. I think they just renovated some stuff that out in right field. field. They that had a, place like is that, awesome. the uh, like what do they call that? The the course. The what do they call that? Concourse. concourse the concourse. Mm-hmm. They they just renovated. It was pretty sweet. It was awesome. And like, if you haven't been to Tropicana Field, and you're going to you know, if you're going to be down in St. Pete, check out Tampa Bay. Go Downs check too. it out. You guys <laughs> ever go there? Have you ever been there? No, Tampa Bay Downs. Yeah, it's worth it. Wait, horse track over there. No, no, we had. We were at the we were at the casino. Oh, jeez, that was. We went to the casino. We went. 
we went to the Hard Rock Casino and we <laughs> stayed up. We had a flight at, at like seven in the morning. We stayed up all night. We went to the casino <laughs> and then went straight to the airport. <laughs> yeah, that was a good night. That yeah. was. Uh, I don't think any of us won any money. You know, shout out, boss. You know she loves the casino. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, it's a fun. Casinos are fun. Uh, except, except uh, when you lose. Except yeah, when you're with Nick, right? Yeah. yeah. Nick wins everything. Yeah, Nick so. always wins. Hey, we gotta we gotta put the brakes on Nick because he got on me because I messed up a story a, a, a couple. We weeks gotta get ago. him on here to defend himself. So. Yeah, he's gotta get on and and put his dukes up and that's somebody that probably before Soup and and Cooley fight it'll probably be me and Nick. If well after the foot race, <laughs> so. schedule me for Nick too. I'm taking out everybody. <laughs> He's got to fight Say. He's got to fight Cool. He's got to fight Jub. Count me in too. Jeez, yeah. Jarrett too. Yeah. Well, it's to be like a Royal Rumble. Cool. And I know he wants a piece of soup. He's always talking uh, yeah. smack on soup. I, I'm uh, I'm gonna turn the other cheek and walk away from Nick. I don't want to fight Nick. Very good. All right, all right, fair enough. What do you say, Jub? Little hot pit, cool mug. Well, yeah. Let's uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll take a little break here and then come back and hit hit us. We'll hit you with a little bit of uh, this week of history and some hot pit cold mug. Then we'll wrap it up and we'll see you here in a second. I might have an IQ of a bull egg, but I like listening to the Pine Room Podcast. You are listening now to the Pine Room Podcast. All right, welcome back uh, for our last, let's say, 30 minutes here, we're going to hit our two most famous and renowned <laughs> segments of the show, This Week in History. So we'll start off with that, and then we're going to wrap up the show with a little bit of Hot Pit Cold Mug presented by Duggar's Famous Chicken and Wings. Uh, famous Wings and Chicken? Both. Famous Both? Chicken, and, chicken wings. and Wings. Famous Chicken and chicken Wings. And wings. Yeah. Whole lot um, of chicken. But yeah, so This Week in History, from uh, May 9th to May 15th. So I'm going to, hit us, I'm going to start us off here real quick. Um, now, we were talking about this before the show. Uh, May 12th, 1932, the Lindbergh baby's body is found in New Jersey. That's a right. out dog. Well, yeah. I'm... I, I, the, Who's Lindbergh? <laughs> I, had a, I, I didn't know Jared what this didn't know, so I didn't know what this I is. Still don't Are you going to explain... Job or do you, do you no? I don't oh. know what it is. Yeah, well, it's Charles Charles Lindbergh was a he's a famous he was a famous aviator. Mm-hmm. He was a guy that was trying to fly or make these incredibly long flights. Uh, anyway, he was a, a politician. He was just a, an activist. He was a very wealthy, connected guy. And anyway, uh, he also had some dark areas to him too. M- m- many people believe he was like a uh, pro Nazi guy, sympathizer, that kind of stuff. So he had people that loved him and people that hated him. Uh, and then that was a really polarizing time in the country um anyway he he and his family had the, their baby was kidnapped and uh but they they don't know a whole lot about what happened with it but they they discovered the body found uh weeks later or whatever leave but. it up to me to make it dark honestly yeah. Yeah. when you said when you, well but you said Lindbergh baby and i thought i didn't read it before i just said that and i thought it was something like it was going to be like some kind of like a chocolate baby or something like a <laughs> like a candy baby or something hey. and then i read it and as i got to the end of the sentence i went oh shit bo- uh, where you saw yeah, the body part? yeah i saw a body hey, hey, one time champ made a joke about he was the Lindbergh baby and the baby wasn't really dead <laughs> 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 so like, maybe he is the yeah. Lindbergh baby could that's be pretty, here that's in the pond. Uh, historically knowledge 
fact by by yeah, Champ that knows that. Yeah, like, he's a smart. Yeah, guy. I, I mean, I, he I, was because wait, there's a Lindbergh. Oh. Che- Lind- that's what I thought. Lindbergh cheese is a thing. Limburger. Lind- a Limburger. Lind- I think <laughs> wait, there may I be a Lindbergh. I thought yeah. it was real, a- real quick before we continue with this uh, this week in history. A sporting, a non-sporting event that I want to go to is the cheese roll. <laughs> Have you seen? Oh, yeah. you ever seen about, that? Where's that at? Wisconsin? Uh, no, uh, oh. it's in a oh. hill in uh, Scotland. Oh no, yeah, I've uh, seen the, that. Yeah, um, exactly. You're exactly right. People get like brutally injured. That's, that, that was incredible video. Awesome. I saw that. Awesome. It, it's that, there's that, and That's then you awesome. ever see the the um brutally. they get in the they get in the little kid buggies and they go down the hill. It's called uh, Barb or the uh, the soapbox racing. Oh, I love those so much. Those yeah, are so and, much. Uh, that was in L.A. I think recently. But yeah, I don't... but both of those things. No, I think I I don't think it's the the box that, that what you're thinking about. There is the one where it's like a it, it's like a bunch of hillbillies. Get oh, together. the Barbie Jeep. The they Barbie get in Jeep Barbie racing. Jeeps and they go down the hill as fast as they can. Whoever makes it to the bottom wins. It's yeah, I don't know where. If it's you at, haven't though. seen it, go look up the cheese roll and go look yeah, up job. I downhill want Barbie. This, I want racing. you to add this video. The Cooper's Hill Cheese Rolling in Wake is an annual event held on the spring ba- spring bank holiday at Cooper's Hill near Glue. Gloucester in England? Glou- Gloucester. Gloucester? Yeah, Gloucester. Uh, participants race down the 200. Or Gloucester, they'll call it too. They race down the 200-yard long hill after a round of double Gloucester cheese as it is sent Ooh. rolling down. So what, but what, do you win something if you get the cheese? Uh, the I, cheese, I, 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 I want to say, I don't know if this is correct, but I, I want to say you win a year of like free cheese from what. Uh, <laughs> is that the one you guys are talking about from Scotland? Yeah. Or is that, oh, yeah, yeah. Or is that the England? Li- Chris, you ever seen that? The cheese roll? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen it in a while, but those we videos are hilarious. <laughs> yeah, you guys do it with the ball for yeah. Evie. Yeah, but that's just people break their legs and shoulders <laughs> and arms and all, hey, Matt, for, all well, for cheese. Matt, I I, uh, I commend you for uh, paying attention in history class oh, to oh, know all that about well, Lindbergh. Cause yeah, I, mean, I should I, know that. There's too, more to it than that, too, but I don't want to bore people. I right. know, but good well, job. Does anyone want to lift our spirits or are we going to keep What about on Matt? What happened? Where were Lewis? I should probably know this, but where did Lewis and Clark leave from uh <sighs> probably, well, they, no it's in the midwest i want to say it was so around was it somewhere Louis? yeah it could have been i think it was st louis area it was is right around in in the missouri river territory yeah may, um, may 14th 1804 lewis and yeah Clark i want to say jerry you might be right northwest is it true real quick is it true that there's parts of the mississippi river that you can't see across it's that wide oh i've been to the top of it uh the mouth of it up on the minnesota and uh the wisconsin Delta? border it's incredible, guys. It's really yeah. something so it's to not, see. It's not the it's Ohio incredible River. Incredible, <laughs> no, no, no. It makes our and our river's not small by any no. means. Uh, but you guys would be shocked about how how wide it really is. It's so very, are, very neat. Are there parts where you can bear, can't see? The yeah, other side? Uh, the part that I you could see the other side, but it was extremely far away. What's so. the What's the wow. flow? Is it Does it flow pretty good? Like oh, it, and it just looks it just looks so deep in the current. Yeah. And does strong. it look like? Does it? Look, you know how when you're at the beach and it looks like it just never ends. Right. Is that what it yeah, like but they, see, you got some like little little islands and stuff in there intermixed. I probably wasn't at the widest part, but it was up towards mm-hmm. the mouth, and it was and really you can't, impressive. So you you legit can't see the other side. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm the place that I you could barely, but it was you know yeah. it was it, you had to you had to really look. So. Man, water water is a terrifying <laughs> peril. Yeah, and it it, it it rained a lot. I was up there for uh, one of my friends' wedding, and uh, she's from Lacrosse, and we went over there to watch a baseball game actually in Minnesota. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was it was quite something. What do you to see. think they'd find if they drained that? If they drained the whole river? Well, up there, I mean, it, you, bodies and stuff would all be washed way down to the bottom. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's flowing. I mean, it's flowing hard out of there. I mean, it and, and Chris and I see I've seen it down 
in Memphis, uh, and it's an incredible yeah. current. Job, is that you or Jarrett that uh, that your your guys' biggest saying with the water is it's at night it's the scariest. At night so it's horrible. The when we used to <laughs> drive <laughs> when we used to drive over that bridge when we lived in Florida we used to drive over the bridge to get home. Yeah, I, I'd look it over the edge would hey, would make me want to throw up. Speaking of that, Chris, if you, Jub, you've been on it, the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. Chris has Ooh, some that's, issues that's, with that. That's terrifying. Going on there when it's windy. You know, oh. and, and like, <laughs> like he said, like being down at the Tampa Bay Bridge, and you were talking about this bridge, you know, that we went across. What, what's it called again? The Chesapeake, Chesapeake Bay, Bay Bridge. And I thought, you know, it's not going to be bad, that bad. It's well, we got there. on that. Boy, what I, is it? Uh, yeah, it, it was one. It is either the or was one of the, the longest bridge at one point in the entire in in, uh, it was, in the United States. I'm, I've never been on it. Is it, it, is is it long? Or it's is it, long oh, and it's, high. Well, it's like the yeah. the Skyway yes. Bridge in Tampa Bay. Right, I've been on that one too. I mean, that one's like a. You're yeah. going. The, the, when you're the Chesapeake like, to me was a little more terrifying than that one, but not by much. And if you're on there when it's windy, it's it really. Oh yeah, yeah. You, yeah. They'll close it when it gets too bad. Yeah, absolutely. Jeez. I just looked up that the the Mississippi River at its deepest point is two hundred feet deep. Wow, which oh, is incredible. I don't know why, but I expected deeper. I did too. I don't know. I you know I I, I thought the same no. thing about the Ohio River, but like they say that it's some it's at deepest points only twenty feet. Now I say that's shallow as in it's like we unplug pool. Yeah, but I mean <laughs> you, let's, uh, I, I bet it, you get in twenty feet of moving water. <laughs> it's like two hundred yeah. feet deeper and shit. I would like to try to swim across that. Sometime. Yeah, but when you think the ocean's like thousands of feet deep, and then mm. but this how, is a river. How long yeah, until we find out what's at the bottom of that ocean? Not never, never, oh, never. never. Come Things back. will never. our skulls will crush in before that. <laughs> Actually, they got machinery that can go down in there, but. Well, Matt, did they find, uh, they did uh, years ago find the Edmund Fitzgerald up there. In, uh, yeah, Superior? Lake Superior, yeah. Okay. Yep. Matt, yeah. I did have a question for you. <laughs> yeah. We had, we had a conversation. Maybe I can answer it. At the, at the field. Yeah. I just wanted your opinion and Jared's opinion, actually. We were wondering if we all got thrown into the Amazon, who, out of everybody on the set, who would be most likely to survive or survive the longest? And that includes people As on, in the, on Amazon, the set? The Amazon like, rainforest? Like us, like yeah. The Amazon River. Rain no, rainforest. Rain in the river, it wouldn't be long <laughs> for any of us. <laughs> well, we could dive so many things down there. Oh, yeah, just mosquito bites, anacondas, uh, the tribesmen. You get in the, you go the wrong area. There's one of those tribes that doesn't <laughs> welcome. Like when Jeremy Wade visited that tribe. Oh, yeah. Remember that? And the, and the chief's brother went missing. Yeah, they, they were going to kill Jeremy Wade. Yeah, they, were Wade. Kill him. Yeah, they there's thought a, he was bad luck. There's an island. I, I'll have to. I'll clarify next episode. But there's an exactly island that, that has never had contact with humans before. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, that, uh, we're going off on scary. a tangent here, but there's never they've never had contact with humans. And a photographer went onto the island to take pictures, and he got off, and it was fine. And then they took him and just slaughtered him. Where, when, where, where was that at? In Africa, South America? No, where I don't know where it was. Because I know it, there are some of those it, it was things off the coast that believed of, to exist. It, it might be off the coast of Madagascar, if I'm not okay. wrong. Yep. And <laughs> and they took him, and they sh- they actually, before they went on, which I don't know how, it could have been two separate incidents. If it's not, I don't know how you don't take this as a warning. They li- They just... Volleyed, they they let a volley of arrows out at their boat before they even got to the shore. <laughs> That's like in Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> yeah, and and whatever reason he went on to that island, they never saw him again. Hey, do you think they'd like if we did a podcast there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're coming down. Yeah. We have to speak the language. Yeah. Hey, Job, well, you, when we were having that conversation on Sunday about uh, the Amazon and the rainforest, Mister Cooley there said, and they, remember this? You said you'd be down because he thinks he he would survive better than anyone. But he I said do. I'd get my uh, my hands wrapped around a grizzly bear's neck and snapping. That would be his food. And I thought, I, I mean, I don't know, but are there grizzly bears? I, I, I can't In the Amazon? Yeah. No. And I was like, you're way off base, Aaron. Yeah. I just thought so of the was, most, like, 
ferocious animal. I don't know. Just okay. Uh, I'll be worried about that hey, anaconda. Soupy, he, he's pretty impressed with his strength and ferocity. He, he is I a mean, strong, he's, he is I know, strong but he, dude, he like, he's, uh, you like to fight? <laughs> no, I mean, I've only been in like one. Right? Okay. We'll settle it though. I want to make it I, two. I, I think Job would last pretty long, just to answer your question when you asked for me and Jarrett. Job would do pretty well. Do well now, my brother would be very good at that. Yeah. He's, he's a pretty good outdoorsman, but... Uh, I, I, I think you, I would say uh, <laughs> that Job and Jared's dad might die the fastest. Uh, because, <laughs> not because he's not resourceful, but because I can just see him. He'd probably be getting into the moonshine and uh, uh, fall into the river and it'd be with, over. With quick. that knee, he'd, yeah, he'd be right, a mess. Right. He'd need a walking stick. Hey, right? he just real quick, Cools. Uh, a, a grizzly bear has the bite force of 1,160 pounds per square inch, uh, which is enough to crush a bowling ball. <laughs> All right, well, he's <laughs> how about this? What's what is the strongest animal you guys think you could take on? Oh, without, no, no, no. oh goodness, strongest? Barely a well, dog. Hey, think on it. Th- <laughs> think on it, and yeah. we'll come back to it next episode. <laughs> um, but so, uh, well, this week in history. Anybody else? Any got anybody want to highlight anything else? I don't know what looks good there. Uh, Mary Queen of Scots was defeated at Langside in 1568 on May 13th. She ended up getting her head chopped off. Oh, wow. And now Gabriel Gabriel Fahrenheit. How about this one? Born in Danzig, Germany, May fourteenth, sixteen eighty six. Yeah, he he's come up with the uh, mercury in the thermometers, which yeah. led to Fahrenheit being. Are we the only one that's, that use Fahrenheit? Yeah, yeah, we we're, we don't we do with our the, metric we use system. The, uh, we use the imperial system. Yes, I think us and there's one other. Yeah, I know there's one. There's more one other sure. one. What other is it an island nation? Maybe shoot. All those weirdos. <sighs> Dang, I read that not that long ago, Soup. Uh, but yeah, I think it's just us, uh, <laughs> us and one other small nation. Only right. three countries: the oh, U.S., okay, three. Uh, Liberia, yeah. and I—I I don't know if I can pronounce this last one correctly. My, Myanmar. 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 Yeah, and Liberia. Here's a trivia question for you guys: uh, Liberia is the only nation in the world that's capital city. Is named after a U.S. president. Do you have any idea what it is? Wow. Hold on. What was that again? Mo- Liberia is the only country in the world whose capital city was named after a United States Washington president. Liberia. Garfield. Uh, Roosevelt. Trump. Uh, he, all right, I'll give you, I'll give, I'll give you a clue. Trump, I'll give you a clue. He was in one of the first uh, five presidents. Jackson. He was seven, I believe. Madison? Damn it. Jefferson? No, it was made James. No, you guys got him almost all of them. It it's wasn't not, Madison. It's, it's not Washington. Well, it wasn't Jefferson. It wasn't Washington. It wasn't Jackson. So who's uh, left? Who's the second bastard? <laughs> uh, remember, we asked Champ that question. The I think second was, bastard. John Adams was second, okay. and it's not him. So it's the last guy. Who's the who's last the third guy bastard? Then? Third was Thomas Jefferson. Okay, who's the fourth bastard? Oh, I, I honestly, I don't know man, man, this is bad. <laughs> Whoever my history right, teacher is, was, is, I'm is sorry. Yeah, yeah. James Monroe. Oh, okay. So he, okay. Monrovia, Monrovia, yeah, Liberia. Yeah, but well, what did he do? Yeah. Right. Now. Well, he was very, he was very. Uh, Involved in uh, foreign affairs, so right. that's why he why founded Monroe Mufflers. Didn't George Foreman used to do commercials for him? Didn't he? Yeah, that. And then, then he started <laughs> then pimping the grill. his grill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about birthdays though, down there, Job? Oh yeah. Wheeling native. Joe Corbett. John. <laughs> John Sorry. Corbett. I got. I got. <laughs> Yeah, John Corbett. He was. He was. He went to West Liberty, guys. So Willing we, Central. We all have that in common. Willing Central. We all, all of us here graduated from West Liberty. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Joe, Joe Corbett's his brother. Joe, right. Yeah. Right. Uh, we got Billy Joel. Yeah. Chris, are you a Billy Joel fan? Uh, give or take. Give or take. Uh, yeah, I just you know, there's so many songs that are overplayed, like Piano Man. But I mean, he can't. He's awesome. He and actually, he was the very first guy that played up at Starlight. If you did. 
Yep. The very first, and I remember because I went to the second show. It, it might have been first night was a Friday, and I just remember it was. They said they had so many traffic issues, and it was awful. <laughs> but then the, the next night they had to figure it out, and uh, he was awesome. Hey, but uh, Job, you though, see man. the girl down the bottom of the list there? Miranda Cosgrove. Yes, from, from your favorite movie. Yes. 29. Oh, Summer Hathaway. Summer Hathaway. Now, shout out oh. to our friend in the Eastern Panhandle, Kevin Curry, who's a, an avid listener to this Wait podcast. A second. Is is that that he's the, the biggest fan of Miranda Cosgrove. Is that the video of Josh Peck when he's sitting on the boat and he's screaming at Miranda Cosgrove? You know what I'm talking about? No, no that's a totally different movie. movie. Yeah. <laughs> totally <laughs> different movie. Miranda Cosgrove, yeah, yeah. she was in. She, she was, was the in, band manager. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was she was going to be a groupie, and she didn't <laughs> yeah. she didn't want to sleep like with that. the band. What did she say the groupie? She said groupies yeah, are sluts. Slut. They sleep, sleep with, with the band. band. Yeah. Yeah. No, but she, yeah, then she was in iCarly. She's and then, 29. Hard to believe. Was she, uh, in, was she in School of Rock before iCarly? Oh, yeah. Yes, uh, yeah, she was very young. School of Rock came out in 2001. And Cools, look who else is on there. George Lucas, May 14th, turned 78. Our the man, savior, the savior, yes. our boy. Wish he was still. Well, he's still alive, but yeah. wish he was he's still, still advising. But yeah, hey, it's not then, the same without and him. And then uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Stevie Wonder. Yes, yeah, shout is out. He blind? He said yes. <laughs> he yes, is. He's, he's still blind. There's yeah, a there's not. actually a conspiracy that he's not blind. All right, he was umpiring down at Garden <laughs> Park. <laughs> there's a conspiracy. Yeah, yes, there's a. If you look up, look up just on YouTube. Uh, Google Stevie Wonder not blind, and you'll see videos of him shaking people's hands like as like if he can reach. Like you put like the hand, shake and it he out, sees just it. Shake, but maybe it's just an educated guess. Huh? Well, their senses are bad. Yeah, maybe he's using the yeah. force. He's using right. the force. Yeah. Right. I don't know. He has wow. heightened sensitivity. Wow. To <laughs> hey, you better put him on that. Job. Job is a conspiracy. Uh, what is that theorist. called? The thumbnail. Yeah, thumbnail. Put, yeah. He'll be on there. Yeah. <laughs> Stevie <laughs> Wonder is he still? Blind? Stevie Wonder's not blind. He just has the force. Job. He's been he's been faking this for. Job doesn't believe in any of that. The pickle juice, Stevie Wonder. No, I didn't say I don't believe You thought the girl from Georgia was faking when she got the camera smashed in her face. What was that game? Chamberlain Smith was her name. Chamberlain Smith. I, she got a she got the eyepiece of her camera jammed <laughs> into her head. What? And yeah. it was all fake for publicity. I gotta say, Jub's a real uh, glass half. Uh, what is it? Glass, glass half, half empty. empty. Yeah. Glass half empty. Kind You're of a realist, Jub. Oh, right? On, that could be called a realist. I'm, I'm That's what I am over too. Here. Hey, how about this though? 109 days until college football. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be here soon. That'll be wait. that'll be lovely here. Uh, you'll you'll see us in full form here hey, on, on that day. Does anybody uh, give a fuck about <laughs> Tom Brady joining Fox no. after he's done fuck playing? Cools, Mike. Well, I'm, it scares me because I want him to play another year. Right. Yeah, well, no, nah, you know, that's they, there whenever not, he feels yeah. like. But the reason I brought it up, they, they was just announced today, and I was I was driving a good bit, and every time I turn on a, a, a sports talk show, that's all they talked about. I mean. Yeah. He might end up being terrible, but they're going to pay him a shit ton of money. It's like and just 10 like, years, $365 million. It's, it's just more than he's yeah. made his whole When's the last time really you decided up. to watch a game for the announcers? Never. Yeah, Howard Cosell, and I wasn't even alive. No, John Madden. I, I enjoyed that, but that's it. Gus Johnson. Right, right but you and, and in your lifetime, you probably had that opportunity. Vin Scully, I will say... I absolutely turned on Dodger games to listen to him. Oh, yeah. I, I like, that, that was I like, one of the few, though. I like Greg Brown. He's awesome. <laughs> he's awesome, Job. Did you like No, uh, he's not. Jarrett used to say no. some of them lines that he had uh, were hilarious. Line hey, his one last year with, with, <laughs> with Yoshi Tsutsugo, Yoshi he said to Tsutsugo, was the worst, <laughs> you know, had to be the worst call in sports say? history. When Yoshi Tsutsugo would hit a home run, he would say uh, something with a song like, Suit. Sugio. <laughs> no, yeah, That's not because, even his last uh, name. Because it was the Phil Collins song. Right. Yeah. Su Su Sugio. So he would do. Yeah, but he would say Suit Suit Sugio, but his yeah. last name is Suit Sugo. 
It wasn't even his last name, and people would get pissed. Use Why a, does he do that? I mean, it, it, he, he, he always has to have these slogans. He's got to add a little flair, Chris. Yeah, well, Cannonball Cummins, good enough. Yeah. You know who I do want to meet, though, one day, just watching Pat White and, and Kevin Pitts and all those guys from WVU? I want to meet Tony Critty really badly. He's, I've met him a few times. I was on his show he? once. Yeah. No way. Yeah, he's, he's good, good dude. dude. Yeah. I've yeah. always wanted to meet him, man. That, I think that'd be sweet. He used to do a thing at the uh, casino, so I was on there one time for March Madness. I've met Randy Moss. <laughs> yeah, wasn't he a dick? The yeah. pride of West Virginia. Oh, Rand. He's, he's Rand. A I, I, yeah, tell I this sitting, story real quick. I was sitting across from him on like the little terminals at an airport, and I was with Isaac Heron Spencer, and I'm sitting next to my mom. I'm like, I, I think that's Randy Moss. He's like, no, it's not him because he's got this hoodie on. And it's got dirt all over it. <laughs> so I'm like, I mean, it's a Patriots kid. I think that's Randy Moss. And he gets out, and that six foot five looking huge. Yeah. So I was like, that's Randy Moss. And I. Isaac Heron, my buddy, goes up to ask for a picture with him, and we didn't realize he was on the phone. He said, can't you see I'm on the phone? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but, Jesus. Yeah, and then we, he tweeted at us, and it was just... He's a little combative from what I hear. Yeah, yeah fuck Randy Moss. <laughs> well, <laughs> well if, uh, on a brighter note, he should have been your hot pit for today. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get right into that. This this hot pit cold mug, the name's Stan. Uh, is it cold or cool? What'd I say? Cold? Cold. A hot pit cool mug. Either way. Cool yeah. as in like, this is a cool. What I'm about See, to I want my mug cold though. I yeah, I want a cold mug. I want mug. that fucker yeah. frozen. Yeah, yeah. Right, we'll <laughs> I think it could be a cold mug. Okay. Like I at like the cork bar, Chris. Yeah, like if you go to a bar, you don't want a cool mug. You want a cold mug. Lukewarm mug. Yeah. All right. Well, there. The name did change. Hot pit cold mug. Frosty mug. This hot pit cold mug is brought to you by Duggar's Famous Chicken and Wings. You can stop down and see them. That's 195 29th Street in Wheeling. Uh, their number is 304-233-3155. You'll see that ad pop up right down here on the screen. Um, you can order them on DoorDash now. Uh, anything anything from Duggar's, you can order on DoorDash. They open at 6 a.m. They're open from 6 a.m. to 12 a.m. Yeah, he's got great hours. Hell, yeah, yeah, I mean, you want to you want to go in there and get a tender at 6 a.m. I don't know if the grill, I don't know if the, if, if they're they're serving tenders at 6 a.m., but hell, you can go ahead. <laughs> I got ahead. a special offer for our listeners, too. If you go and you order those chicken tenders with the pig out sauce and you get a hold of me and say you actually didn't like them, I'll give you a $20 free bet to any of your sports books. Well, now wow. somebody's Ooh. just going to come and tell yeah. you they don't like they them. Go, I have to know that you, you got to be actually, honest. You right. have to we be need honest. to see proof of purchase. Yes, <laughs> because listen, those chicken tenders with that pig out, that's some real deal stuff. That's really hey, good. Hey, and you know one thing about the, and I, I didn't know that, that Duggars did this. They give you, instead of a. Um, like a takeaway box, they give for at least for the eight piece tender and JoJo's. They give you, you know, the uh, rotisserie bags that you yeah. get yeah. for chicken. They give you the, in one of those bags. Like mm-hmm. instead, you, it has you like the little windows you can see. Yeah, you can see the food. Yeah, your mouth, your mouth's water before yeah, you even like, get to it. Lord. But yeah, I yeah, instead wow. of carrying a box around and worrying about that, it's sealed bags. It's pretty sweet. So yeah, go down to Duggars. Tell them the Pine Room sent you, and uh, you know, let us know how you how you think their food mm-hmm. is. If you tell them, if you tell us that that. Uh, that they suck, you're full of shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this hot pit cold hot pit cold mug is brought to you by Duggar's famous chicken and wings. So who wants to lead us off, Chris? Well, I will because this is a hot pit, and I don't want to end Go on, on a negative. Note, <laughs> okay, but, but uh, man, I think you brought this up a couple episodes ago. We we're just were we just talking about drivers and the carelessness and everybody d- yes. just. Not yeah, being my, courteous and, and whatnot. So yeah, and Jared it, did too. Yeah, my, yeah. my, my hot pit yeah. last and, week and, and, was was tailgate people yeah. tailgating. Fuck them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know if you know, but uh, last uh, I think it was Tuesday on I seventy West, there was a fatal wreck up. Uh, it uh, 
right inside of PA West Virginia border. And uh, this fucking truck driver, Brashesh Kumar Yad of 23, of, he's, he's from either Washington State or uh, California, but anyway, I'm just gonna call him a piece of shit from now on because <laughs> I don't feel like saying his fucking name. But he's driving westbound and he is not paying attention. He's probably going full speed and he collides and causes a chain reaction. So this will tell you how fast he must have been going. The report didn't say how fast, but he uh, hit the uh, he hit a trailer that was hooked on that was being towed by a GMC truck that was pushed forward into a Honda CRV. That CRV was pushed into another stationary eighteen uh, uh, wheeler because there's always construction on yeah. there. So uh, the the two people that were in the CRV, so that was the second car. They were killed. They were killed. It was. Uh, Mark and Terry Tensman. They were from uh, Pennsylvania, but this piece of shit uh, just not paying attention. And, yeah. and it said he, he 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 applied the brakes 51 and a half feet from the point of impact. <laughs> and on our last break, Jarrett and I measured how far that was, and it was just slightly longer than the length of this than the bocce, the bocce court, court when he hit the brake. So you can uh, imagine. I, so you could barely stop a car. Uh, uh, what was he driving? 18 wheeler and he was heading west and so the the and and it just pisses me off it's so that could be any of us out there chris and, getting and it's hit just by so it. it's so needless it's so senseless and i i just feel so bad for those uh the people and that died in, in their in their family and and that's the worst part of it but just think about all the people that were inconvenienced because they said the interstate was closed down for hours yeah and it stands still can't uh, go anywhere that, and, and I mean, and, and and he got the, he what got, happened to him? He got charged. Well, you, uh, he's still alive. Oh, he's he's, he's healthy enough. as us. But he what got, company did he drive for? Uh, it was uh, Bulldog uh, Freightways or so. I never yeah. heard of. Well, him, hopefully they, they terminated well, him immediately. Exactly, but, but he only got charged with with two uh, two counts of uh, negligent homicide, which is a misdemeanor. That's so, oh, that's that. fucking. So that's, so I hope I hope this guy. I mean, they didn't really. Uh, that's a travesty. Yeah, but I, but I hope the rest of his life's a living hell, and I hope he spends the rest of his uh, eternity in hell. So how could the prosecutor yeah, not go for something I, more I, than I, that? I, I don't know. They just, should put him. I was on so a, mad about that. They it should just, put him in like a little sedan on a highway and let an eighteen wheeler yeah, just crush take him. I mean, that CRV doesn't yeah. give you much protection. Yeah. And, unless he had car. some kind of medical thing, but he was only twenty three. No. And and you know just to be that irresponsible. Well, and it's it's his profession to drive. Right. So you can't say, well, that was that was accidental. He didn't mean it. Well. Tough shit. You can't be fucking doing that when no. you're and you're driving an eighteen wheeler. Yeah. You're not driving a like a, a yeah. sedan. Yeah. So fuck this piece yeah. of shit. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. that that's what my hot uh, right. my Duggar's uh, famous chicken and wings <laughs> hot pit. All right, yeah. Uh, Jarrett. Well, I I got a I got a little bit of a, a cold mug here. I guess it's a cold mug. Um, today I saw this is really cool actually. Um, so in South Korea, every citizen here soon is going to lose one year on their life. What? So they... You mean they're just going like, to get younger? So they're... So I don't know if they're going to get younger, but they're... Uh, no, a I'm, number... Yes. The, uh, yeah, sorry. They're, Ponce de Leon discovered yeah. the fountain of youth in <laughs> South Korea. Yeah, you're 20, if you're 24, <laughs> they're next gonna, year you'll be 23. 20, I don't know. It, it's soon. So I guess they just elected a new president in South Korea, and it's one of his first... Um, orders of business is to abolish what they call the Korean year or Korean age. Yeah. So that is when you're born, you're one years you're one year, one old, year old when you're when you're born. But at the at New Year's Day, you you everybody in the country gains a year. So I guess technically if you were born on December thirty first, you'd be one. So then the next day you would be two. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, it's like the horses when I was telling yeah. you guys about that. Yeah. So no matter what. So really, the baby would be two days old, but in South Korea, he's two years old. Wow. So I guess. Also, I see what he's doing now, taking the year so off. So he's the, taking yeah. away that that I I'm not sure what he's I'm not I don't know if he's taking away the year when you're born or the if. It is on like the New Year's Day year. Wait, if you know everybody, what I mean. every, hold on. I'm just because I was a little zoned out there. Everybody that's born adds a year to their life. So, so in Korea, when it when you are born in Korea, you are one year old. You're not zero. Like how we start out. Oh, no, that, I guess that makes one. sense. Yeah. So you're one year old, but then when on New Year's Day, no matter no matter of the day that you were born, you get everybody in the country gains a year. I every to wait that. every year. I didn't understand yes, that, uh, yes. Every so before. there's no birthdays. Well, yes, you have your birthday, but I don't like. I still, guess they, I think you still celebrate wow, your birthday, so but you were born still on technically 31st. on all your identifications and stuff. It'll yeah, list yes, your you would, years if you were yeah, born. You're so, right, Jerry. So, so that would be your third birthday. Then, if you went December 31st, you're one. Now you're two on January 1st. Now you're about to have your third birthday a year later. <laughs> well, I have two things, right? I'm so confused. I got, I'm not. <laughs> I, I get no, no, where no. I got two from. questions. One: Could you imagine being like 20 years old? And like you just want to go drinking with your yeah. friends. I was going to say that too. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Or, that would hurt. Or <laughs> if you're 21 and he takes the year off, and now you're 20, 20 again. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. I'm not really sure how how that it works. That is a cold mug, though. I like that. Yeah, yeah I just thought it was really because I'm a little confused. So say he's one. Um, he was born not not one. He's say he was born January 2nd, right? Mm-hmm. And. When that day comes, he's like January 1st, he's one. <laughs> then January 2nd, he would turn two. So yeah, I guess if you no, if he was born on the thirty first of December, he's one years old. Yes, he's one year old. Then the next day, then he'd be two. Tomorrow, New Year's Day, <laughs> he's two. He's two. And now December thirty first, he'll turn three a year later. Yeah. Now birth. hold up. Now. Yes. Now hold up. Now. Now what if a baby is born and he's only a year old and he doesn't get to the date when he takes us back? Now is he zero again? Wow. I would. I Ooh, would say man. zero. Again. We're gonna have to study yeah, up we'll on study this. Yeah, we'll study up on it. Come yeah, back with you, Jerry. Will you get a hold of the new president of <laughs> yeah. South? Hey, okay, but uh, Louis the uh, Louis the Fourteenth became king of France at the age of four. That, oh. that happened this week too. Yeah, we missed that in the history. If he was alive now, he would be turned back to three. <laughs> hey, wonder if uh, wonder if the wonder if Jung Ho Gung will uh, be able to come come back to the Pirates <laughs> with the, with this new guy. I think he's finished. <laughs> All right, anybody else with anything? I got a cold mug. Go ahead. Um, this week is, and I know a lot of you guys probably have family members that are in healthcare. Uh, this week is National Nurses Week, so I wanted to give a massive shout out to my yes. favorite. Uh, my favorite director of nursing uh, in this country, Stacy Campbell, Mama Soup. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. She, what I saw her go through the last two years uh, in the middle of this pandemic, taking care <laughs> of people's families and, and residents, and there was actually incredible. So and she's, yeah. uh, she's shout a out to all those. Man. Shout yeah, out. shout out to everyone. All the first we, responders we and frontline workers. We need to give man. a, a shout, shout out to, out to well. uh, uh, Cheryl Doyle. Who uh, works in the the medical? We field, know we got a lot of them. Uh, cousin Mike's wife, cousin Brittany. Mike, yep. Brittany, yeah. D, Brittany decreased. Yeah, shout out to you, All of those. Carol McCormick. Carol, Carol McCormick. McCormick. Yep. She- Another avid listener of the and Pine Room Podcast. With, uh, I tell this to Cooley all the time, too. All the first responders, all the healthcare workers, a large, large majority of our teachers, I think, pay them more. Give them whatever they want. They do something yep. that 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 a large majority of this country is not willing to do and, and, and to educate and to protect others mm-hmm. and to save people. So Absolutely. I'm, I'm give, pay them what hey, they want. Soup, does, your, does your mother feel uh, un, underappreciated, which I think a lot of them I, are. I wouldn't, I, mean, say, they, I wouldn't say underappreciated, but, but I would say they need more help. Yeah. That's how I, I feel. They, they're understaffed across this, this entire country. Mm-hmm. And, and while they're understaffed, I think they need reimbursed for what they went through over the last two mm-hmm. years. That's in this whole country. Well, so. yeah. I, I, and, oh, well, we, we, can, yeah. we can maybe talk about it another yeah, time. Yeah, that's my but, 
Good luck. Yeah. I love Good you, job. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome stuff. Cools, you got anything this week? I got nothing. You got week. nothing? Matt? No, I'll, I'll pass. All right. You got to have one, Joe. I'll, fi- I'll finish this out. Now, I mentioned this a couple weeks ago, and I know. I know. Yeah, here we go. No, no, no. This, this, dark. this, this is a seats. cool mug. This is a cool mug. It's pretty light. It's pretty light. Um, I know my dad, who's just just walked in here. Uh, he he doesn't give a shit about what I about me bringing up last a couple couple episodes ago. But I've been watching closely the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case. Now I, this is not this has nothing to do with the case, or what well, has nothing to do with the the subject of the case, even though it's interesting to me. But I think I have I have really enjoyed watching the inner workings of a courtroom. Over the past couple of weeks, I've never, I've never, I've never been interested in law. I've never been interested in in any sort of uh, any so anything in that field. But I've gotten to watch, you know, all the all the inner workings of how these attorneys work and how the 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 team, especially Johnny Depp's team, seems really kind of uh, like close knit and they're they're doing a great job. And I think it, it's just really cool. Uh, I I I don't know anything about law, like I said. So if you're out there in that kind of field. Kudos to you for all the work that you do. And I, uh, speaking of law, I watched uh, Liar Liar last night in oh, that courtroom movie. scene. <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, movie. but anyway, uh, Job, you would have absolutely loved the OJ trial. I know. Uh, as a kid who was old enough to understand that, you would have loved it. And this is kind of, I think it's kind of why I, I'm interested in it because there's nothing that has been this televised right. that I've been able to watch. But it's been cool. It's been fu- it's been fun to watch. And I don't want to get any details of the case because I know everybody and their mother. And there's more important things going on in the world other than. <laughs> you know a case between two celebrities yeah. <laughs> but yeah i think i think it's cool i've never been to law stuff so i've been learning some new stuff over the past mm. yep. uh thing so uh i know what hearsay means um i know what uh uh, uh call action to no Ooh. moving to strike yeah geez yeah, um yeah law, law is entertaining it is oh uh uh yeah i could go into a bunch of different points but yeah that that's my my cold you mug. watch better call saul I just, I honestly, I saw an ad and I, I'm gonna start. Okay, I'm gonna start because I think he's a badass. He was in a movie. You watched uh, Breaking Bad, right? That, I've, yeah, I watched it with Cooley. Yeah, yeah. The hell well, of, that's a hell of a show. Is that Bob Odenkirk? Yeah, he uh, he was in a movie. Uh, real quick, he was yeah, in a movie. A good actor. Uh, what was in the movie? Oh shoot. He's a dad, and his house got robbed. But he used to be an FBI agent and or a CIA, some kind of you know uh, secret over, undercover agent. He just beats the shit out of these guys on a bus, and it's an unbelievable <laughs> scene. Yeah. But anyway, that was uh, that's it for us here at the in the Pine Room. Thanks for joining us for a hot pit uh, cold mug brought to you by Duggar's famous chicken and wings. Uh, make sure you follow us on all our social media. You can see our new ticker here again. Thanks to Chris for, yeah. for well the done, ticker. Chris. Um, and Welcome. you can follow us on our social media that we're at the Pine Room Podcast. I believe we're at Pine Room Podcast on Twitter, but you can follow us on anywhere on social media. YouTube, we're at the Pine Room Podcast. Go watch, if, if you haven't watched any of the video podcasts, go watch stuff there. Uh, we're actually going to come up with some TikTok. So if, you, if you're if you into TikTok, we got some stuff coming out on there. Uh, we got guys working on social media. But uh, the, more importantly, uh, we have, the, again, the two events. We got the 13th, which is this upcoming friday uh, at generations we will be there uh, again I, I won't get into all the details i did at the beginning of the show but be there and we'd love to see it's awesome to see people that like the show and and like you know what we do awesome to hear feedback from everybody especially if you're there in person and, and get to see this whole operation work it's awesome so come down on the tw- uh, on the 13th which is this upcoming friday we're there from 9 to 10 30 and then on 
the next uh, following Friday, we're uh, at Generation. Bless you. We're <laughs> we're at uh, we're at um, River City. That's the twentieth of May. That we're there from five to seven thirty. Again, come down. It's going to be a blast. You're going to get to meet all of us. You're going to get to meet Champ. Um, you'll get to, you know, on the 20th or on the 20th, we'll be there actually a couple hours early to maybe get some interviews and stuff. So if you want to be there early and you want to, you know, have a drink and, you know, kick back before the show, come down there. Relax. We'll have a fun time. Oh, by the way, th- that right there, I, if you're not watching that, that was a wireless microphone. <laughs> I know that you're not going to be able to tell that on yeah. uh, on recording. But, uh, again, we're going to have a fun time. Come down this Friday at Generations. Come down on uh, the 20th at, at River City. And we will see you guys here next week. Actually, before next week, we'll be at Generations. So look forward to that show. See you Friday. And we will see you Friday. So thanks for joining us here in the Pine Room, and we will see you here Friday night. We'll see you. Later. Well, it's that time. The coolers are empty, the food's all gone, and the games are over. But that's all right. There's always next week. Follow us on social media to keep up to date with future shows and send any questions, comments, or topics you'd like us to discuss to contact at thepineroompodcast.com. Until then, we'll see you here next time in The Pine Room.